content covering statewide high school. is a presentation of Radio Alabama Sports. This broadcast is copyrighted by Radio Alabama for the private use of our audience. Any other use of this broadcast, descriptions, or accounts of the game without Radio Alabama's consent is strictly prohibited. is the Radio Alabama Sports Kickoff Show on the Fayetteville Sports Network, presented by Coosa Pines Federal Credit Union. Good evening, everybody from Fedville, Alabama, and welcome into a beautiful night for football. This is uh, the Fedville Sports Network Game of the Week pregame show brought to you by Coosa Pines Federal Credit Union. K.J. McCurley, Blake Bagley, Jacob Bassett, Elena Camp, Madison Murphy, we're all sitting here ready for this game tonight. And, and, and guys, it feels like it's been forever since we've been at this field. Last home game we had was against Horseshoe Bend. We had one that was postponed. We had one that... Uh, was was not even rescheduled, and we were on the road a couple of times. And guys, it, it feels good to be home. And you know, especially for the players, you know, after the two losses that they had against Lynette and especially Vincent, uh, and not playing last week against a winnable Victory Christian opponent. Uh, you know this team is ready to play, but they've got their hands full tonight, guys. Number one ranked team in 2A, Randolph County comes to town. Military Appreciation Night. We'll talk more about our beloved veterans later. But, guys, uh, how y'all feel about this game tonight? Man, I feel like if uh, if Fable don't come out here, guns blazing, guns swinging, all those things, it could get out of hand quickly. Um, you know, like you were saying you know, I thought we was going to bypass the uh, the game getting canceled this year, but the uh, COVID hopes struck us like they did many other teams. So that is what it is. But, you know, like John Limbaugh was saying last night, when you win one uh, by postponement, by default, it's just not the same as a victory on the field. Yeah, you know, the competitor in all of these guys wants to go out there and, and fight for a win, but, you know, having a chance to come out here on a Thursday night, kids are not in school tomorrow, uh, race weekend. Uh, you mentioned uh, COVID, Silicaga actually not playing this week because of COVID in, in their opponent's area. I believe they had Elmore County this week, if I'm not mistaken, um, and they had they had several uh, COVID positives throughout the week. Sylacauga will win by default. Uh, I'm almost positive of that. So tonight, Fevel comes in here and, and plays a really good Randolph County team. This team is complete offense, uh, defense. But it, Blake, if there's an area that's available to attack, it, it's the defensive side of the ball. Uh, they they're not wonderful in the secondary we you know horseshoe bend who had a horrible passing showing against us and we don't want to do this but if you're looking for an area to attack 
uh, we we really held Horseshoe Bend's passing game to about 30 yards on, on 10 tries. And Horseshoe Bend on this very uh, Randolph County team put up, I believe I read, 185, 190 through the air. Whew. Yeah, that's uh, that's a lot of... For a team like that that still likes to run the triple option every now and again, yeah, uh, that's a lot of passing yards. You know, you look, you go back to two games ago, which was three weeks ago, I think, when they played Lynette. Yeah. At times, I thought they were criminals because all they wanted to do was run. They didn't want to throw the ball at all. And you, you go back to two weeks ago, they put the ball in the air, they threw the ball a little bit. I was telling Coach John Limbaugh last night, it looked a little more balanced on both ends of the ball. And so I feel like you're going to have to come out tonight and be a pass-first team in order to move the ball against this number one-ranked Randolph County team. And the last game they played was against that Vincent team. And, guys, let's talk about that game for a minute. That's a game that Fedville played extremely well uh, for most of the game. Uh, a couple of a couple of plays they didn't hit on and – horrible officiating in the fourth quarter. To say the least. To say the least. And we don't want to pin it on that. They should have got it done. Uh, But, but guys, there was a lot that didn't go their way in that game. Uh, But I want to say that to say this. The first drive of the game, they had it on the two-yard line, first and goal from the two, four tries. They couldn't get it in. If you get a chance to score against this Randolph County team tonight, that cannot happen. You cannot – Go three and out once you cross the 50. You cannot settle for field goals when you're inside the 20. It's imperative that this team gets off to a fast start and scores some points in the form of touchdowns tonight to help their cause. Absolutely, KJ. I agree 100%. You know, it was actually multiple times last week they made it inside the five-yard line, and I think two of those times they came away with three points combined. Yeah. You can't expect to do that in win ball games. Again, atrocious officiating. But like you said, when you have opportunities like that, you can't blame it on the officials uh, for you losing and making bad play calls. But like I said, Fevel threw the ball much better, much improved their last time out. I feel like they would have improved once again uh, against the Victor Christian Lions. Mm -hmm. But, uh, you know, that didn't pan out. But they're here this evening, and and you got to think Randolph County is going to be looking past this game because I don't think they're going to be taking the Fevel Wolves seriously. I know John Limbaugh said their coach is, but in the back of their minds, they're looking at Fevel's record saying, I think we got this. Well, and the record, for the record, is 2-2, two and two, and as bad as it's been this year at times, guys, we're 500. We still statistically have a chance to, to make the playoffs. Um, but, but, you know, losing like they did against Vincent – in a region game, you're really going to see, I think, the heart and the mindset of this Wolves team on the first couple of drives offensively tonight. Passing game the last time out against Vincent was much improved um, without Luke White. And, you know, Luke White is a big part of this offense, but got several key players inactive for the Wolves tonight. Dakota Ogle, star defensive and offensive lineman, is in street clothes. Luke White. Uh, is is once again unable to go. Uh, Seth Limbaugh is unable to go. I, I believe I seen Brady Holmes on the sideline in street clothes earlier this evening as well. Yep. Um, so you know there, there's there's going to be some some holes right there. But I thought last week a couple positives that we can take away. 
We, we have some players in the future that are going to be dogs, which is what I like to call it. And Cadence Barrett and Hunter Hammonds, at receiver and DB, they both stepped up, especially Cadence Barrett, made huge catches yep. to keep us in the game in that fourth quarter. Absolutely. Don't take anything away from Cadence Barrett. Played great uh, two weeks ago at Vincent. A guy they're getting back tonight and a guy I need to watch, senior player, key to this offense, and that's Cason Bryant. He is back in action tonight. Yeah, Cason, uh, and I was unaware of that. I thought he was out again tonight, but thank you for that because Cason was, was a pretty good piece to their offense last year when he was in there, and, and he's been sidelined with an injury. Uh, but, you know, we're, we're going to go to break. This is Military Appreciation Night. You're listening to the Federal Pregame Show on Radio Alabama Sports.net. Hey, this is Blake Farr from Area Real Estate. We're happy to announce we're expanding into the Alexander City and the Lake Martin area. For years, Area Real Estate has helped home buyers and sellers in Sylacauga. Now we look forward to offering the same friendly service to you. Check our website for listings at arearealestateinc.com. Your area is Sylacauga, the beautiful Marble City. Your area is Childersburg, the oldest city in the United States. Your area is Fayetteville, home of Lay Lake and Purcell Farms. Your area is Area Real Estate. When you're in need of a new home, Area Real Estate is there for you. Bill Farr and the group of agents at Area Real Estate are helpful, insightful, and take the weight off your shoulders in the home buying and selling process. Let the real estate company in your area work for you. Area Real Estate, online at arearealestateinc.com. Area Real Estate is the obvious choice when you're in the home buying and selling process in Silicaga and the surrounding area. Area Real Estate agents take you step by step, relieving you of stress and helping you find the perfect home. Area Real Estate online at arearealestateinc.com. At Central Alabama Community College, you can be anything you wish to be. Don't put your future on hold and don't settle for less than excellence. We are Central Alabama Community College. Central to you. Central to your success. CACC.edu. Where do you see your home loan in 15 years? Now is a great time to take advantage of low mortgage rates at Coosa Pines Federal Credit Union. You may find that you can shorten the term of your loan, reduce your monthly payment amount, reduce lifetime interest expense, or cash out for home improvement. Apply online at coosapinesfcu.org or call the Coosa Pines Loan Department using option 5 at 256-378-5559 or talk to one of our mortgage experts. Coosa Pines FCU, equal housing lender, federally insured by NCUA, NMLS number 464059. Garris Specialties in Ponds has what you need. Loans as low as $5. Great deals on firearms and interesting items you won't find anywhere else. Garris Specialties in Pond, behind Pete's Feed and Seed in Sylacauga. What makes Garris Specialty special? Did you know Garris Poland is the largest firearm dealer in Talladega County with one of the largest firearm selections? That's special. Garris Music has it all for the instrument enthusiasts, guitars, drums, keyboards, and more. That's special. And Garris Tax Service will get you the most back on your tax return at the beginning of the year. Now that's special. Drop by Garris Specialties today. You never know what you'll find. Garris Specialties in Pond. Behind Pete's Feed and Seed on West 2nd Street in Sylacauga. You're listening to Fayetteville High School Football on the Fayetteville Sports Network. Presented by Coosa Pines Federal Credit Union. Now, back to the stadium. Welcome back to uh, Farm Links Field. 
We're about to have the playing of the national anthem, I do believe, on our uh, military and our first responders and all alike. And uh, I'm not sure when we're going to get to that, but everybody's kneeled down over uh, on the left end of the field over there. And KJ, I guess it's a good time to bring up uniform descriptions. Uh, this evening we got uh, visiting Randolph County. Not sure what their mascot is, but uh, they're here tonight against the Wolves. And uh, I forgot what their uniforms look like, if I'm being honest, because they've left, and I'm not sure where they're at. But the Wolves are rocking tonight a military green jersey when the lettering is uh, American flag. So I think that's really neat with their white pants and the gold helmet. Well, it's a very it's a very beautiful idea, but it's going to be really hard for for our for our perspective tonight to to get some numbers on these guys. But we'll do the best we can. Uh, obviously, this is more than about football tonight, especially this year with all that this country has, you know, you know, been through. It's important to still recognize that there are people that would that would give their life every day for our country, even who are not in active duty, um, and especially to those that are in active duty. Uh, I know. I know I'm, I don't take any day for granted because I, I know no day is a promise for, for guys like that. And um, just really excited to be here tonight. And I'm really happy that Fayetteville does this every year. Not every, yeah. school, not every school does this. And, you know, uh, we, yeah. we've had up and down in the football success. But one thing that you cannot say about Coach John Limbaugh is that he does not promote uh, in this school, does, that they do not promote. Um, military appreciation and it's great to see and, yes. I, and, I, hope, and I wish everybody would do it. I, I do too you know there's particular people out there that uh, are pieces of garbage and, and think and don't want to thank our military and first responders and uh, you should be ashamed of yourselves if you don't but uh, we do station does and we're here tonight and honoring them as we play the great game of football that they fight for us to be able to play so I think that's awesome. And, and you know, in the song, in the old song, we all know it by Zach Brown Band, Chicken Fried. The the end of that song, he says something that will always stick with me. I thank God for my life and for the stars and the stripes, and um, the ones that give their lives, so we don't have to sacrifice the things that we love. Absolutely. And that 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 lyric just comes to my mind tonight. And, and uh, once again, thank you to to all active and uh, previously active uh, duty men, uh, military, uh, police, firemen. Um, Let's not forget those guys as well. Uh, absolutely, absolutely, I do agree. It, it's uh, yeah, I wish everybody was still thought like they did right after 9/11 when the country was in shambles and uh, everyone came together. But unfortunately, people forget that very quickly. And the uh, Feather Wolves band is uh, getting ready to march on the field and uh, play a little uh, pregame music tune for us. And I do believe we are getting ready for a moment of silence and pledge here in a minute. And, and this is always so cool when we have this to see the, the soldiers still, you know, they're, they're full, their eyes full on that on that flag. If you're a part of one of these groups, stand at this time. And uh, we're, we're getting ready for that. Uh, so we will take a quick break, and we'll be right back from the Federal Sports Network pregame show. Uh, you're listening to the Federal Sports Network on RadioAlabamaSports.net. Harvey's on no one. 
all for everyone. Arby's is the perfect combination of a fine, family-friendly, hometown restaurant, and event venue for weddings, receptions, parties, and more. Harvey's on Noble, 280 North Anniston Avenue in Sylacauga. Harvey's on Noble always has you in mind with live music and entertainment, weekly meal specials that you'll love, drink specials, and great service to ensure a great night. Harvey's on Noble, 280 North Anniston Avenue in Sylacauga. Have you started prepping for deer season? Oak Grove Feed and Tech has all the supplies that you need. Stock up on corn, seeds, or mixes like their best-selling triple grip mix today. Oak Grove Feed and Tech, located on Highway 280 next to Vaden Toyota. Have you started prepping for deer season? Oak Grove Feed and Tech has all the supplies you need. Stock up on corn, seeds, or mixes like their best-selling triple grip mix today. Oak Grove Feed and Tech, located on Highway 280 next to Vaden Toyota. Renaissance Bank in Sylacauga has the best banking solutions for you. Checking, savings, and more. Opening an account is easy. Learn more by downloading the Renaissance Bank app. Renaissance Bank, understanding you. Like a good neighbor, State Farm Albee Steers is there for all of your insurance needs. Home, car, boats, and more. Whatever it is, State Farm agent Albee Steers in Sylacauga has you covered. Hey, this is Blake Farr from Area Real Estate. We're happy to announce we're expanding into the Alexander City and the Lake Martin area. For years, Area Real Estate has helped home buyers and sellers in Sylacauga. Now we look forward to offering the same friendly service to you. Check our website for listings at arearealestateinc.com. Your area is Sylacauga, the beautiful Marble City. Your area is Childersburg, the oldest city in the United States. Your area is Fayetteville, home of Lay Lake and Purcell Farms. Your area is Area Real Estate. When you're in need of a new home, Area Real Estate is there for you. Bill Farr and the group of agents at Area Real Estate are helpful, insightful, and take the weight off your shoulders in the home buying and selling process. Let the real estate company in your area work for you. Area Real Estate, online at arearealestateinc.com. Area Real Estate is the obvious choice when you're in the home buying and selling process in Sylacauga and the surrounding area. Area Real Estate agents take you step-by-step, step, relieving you of stress and helping you find the perfect home. Area Real Estate online at arearealestateinc.com. At Central Alabama Community College, you can be anything you wish to be. Don't put your future on hold and don't settle for less than excellence. We are Central Alabama Community College. Central to you. Central to your success. CACC.edu. Where do you see your home loan in 15 years? Now is a great time to take advantage of low mortgage rates at Coosa Pines Federal Credit Union. You may find that you can shorten the term of your loan, reduce your monthly payment amount, reduce lifetime interest expense, or cash out for home improvement. Apply online at coosapinesfcu.org or call the Coosa Pines Loan Department using option 5 at 256-378-5559 or talk to one of our mortgage experts. Coosa Pines FCU, equal housing lender, federally insured by NCUA, and MLS number 464059. Harvey's on Noble has it all for everyone. Harvey's is the perfect combination of a fine, family-friendly, hometown restaurant, and event venue for weddings, receptions, parties, and more. Harvey's on Noble, 280 North Anniston Avenue in Sylacauga. You're listening to Fayetteville High School Football on the Fayetteville Sports Network. Presented by Coosa Pines Federal Credit Union. Now, back to the stadium. 
back to the Federal Football Game of the Week on the Federal Sports Network, presented by RadioAlabamaSports.net. And whoo, doggy, I'm going to tell you, ain't nothing like the playing of a national anthem but for a football game, and I'm ready to go alongside Jacob Bassett and K.J. McCurley. Jacob, what do you think are some keys to the Wolves to come out of this game with a W? One thing I know that we can do well, you know, we can control the clock. We proved that against Lynette. The last, you know, that's the last really, truly real good football team we played. Randolph County's a great team, some possible D1 talent on it. We got to keep the ball out of their hands and we got to control that clock. Uh, that we do, Jacob. I mean, that you touched on it just then. One thing the Wolves can do, and like they did against Lynette, is that's control the clock. You go back to that game, the Wolves were in that game until probably midway through the fourth quarter. I mean, they uh, they played great up until that point, and I feel like they just kind of got worn down and they didn't have the depth uh, that um, Lynette had, you know, they're on the road. But tonight, they're at home, and, you know, they don't have that right on that yellow cheese wagon, as Coach John Limbaugh said last night. So you look for them to come out tonight, control the clock, and hopefully stay in this game till, till late. Yeah, I mean, we've been close. I mean, we're three plays away from having being a one-loss team right now. We have we have the players. We have the key elements we need. We just got to make them click. It's like a car. You know, all those moving parts, when they work together, they work fine. One thing goes wrong, it can fall apart quick, fast, and in a hurry. Uh, that it does. What do you think Randolph County, you know, they're coming in a long drive over here. What area – of Fevel, do they need to exploit in order to get out here with an easy victory? The defense. We have a good defense, and they can put up some numbers, so our defense has got to step up and stop them. If they find that hole in the defense, they'll take advantage of that all night long, and it'll it'll get bad faster than a race car at Talladega. <laughs> there you go, buddy. NASCAR fan you are. You going to watch the race this weekend? You know it. Yeah, man, I heard that. I've never really been into NASCAR, but I think it's neat uh, the way they do everything. Um only I don't like is all the cars are kind of the same. I wish they was able to, you know, soup up their own cars like they could back in the day. But um, it is still neat to see a bunch of people going out there fast, especially when you got one of those big wrecks. Not that I say I want wrecks to happen, but it, it's crazy to watch because yeah. we don't want anybody getting hurt. That's not what I'm saying. But, um, yeah, you know, I think that uh, the Wolves, like you said, they're going to have to play good. You know, they got they got the uh, feel of some of them older teams uh, as uh, the Wolves run out. You got to feel some of these old school teams can't really move move the ball uh, quickly down the field, but have a stout defense. Fellas kind of playing old school ball in a new school game, so it's going to be interesting to see. Jacob, what do you think the final outcome is, and what do you think the final score will be? I think we're going to keep it close the first three and a half quarters, but Randolph County is just too good of a school. You know, it's it's not going to be close at the end. All right, I have to agree with you there. I say uh, Randolph County will get out of here with a, um, I'll say a 42-20 to 20 win tonight, and it'll be 27-20 going into the, the fourth quarter. But I feel like you said they'll pull away because they have a tad bit more depth. Uh, we're going to take a quick break here, get a word from our sponsors. You're listening to the Pebble Football uh, Game of the Week on the Pebble Sports Network presented by Radio Alabama Sports. We'll be right back. What makes Garris Specialty special? Did you know Garris Poland is the largest firearm dealer in Talladega County with one of the largest firearm selections? That's special. Garris Music has it all for the instrument enthusiasts, guitars, drums, keyboards, and more. That's special. And Garris Tax Service will get you the most back on your tax return at the beginning of the year. Now that's special. 
Drop by Garrus Specialties today. You never know what you'll find. Garrus Specialties in Pond. Behind Pete's Feed and Seed on West 2nd Street in Sylacauga. As we celebrate 100 years of women's suffrage, we reflect upon a time when we could not register to vote nor hold public office. But now, we have the privilege of representing the people of Alabama in the state legislature. We must continue to educate and empower women because together, we can continue to shatter records and overcome barriers. Register to vote and obtain your photo ID so you too can exercise your right to vote on November 3rd. Register to vote at sos.alabama.gov. This is Fayetteville High School Football, brought to you by Barr and Gorey, Injury Attorneys, on the Fayetteville Sports Network, presented by Coosa Pines Federal Credit Union, sponsored by Area Real Estate, Renaissance Bank, Harvey's on Noble, Garris Specialties and Pawn, Oak Grove Feed and Tech, First Methodist Church, State Farm Agent Albia Steers, and Russell Chapel Baptist Church. Now, play-by-play -play announcer K.J. McCurley and color analyst Blake you know what I love? The the boldness on our last names in our own little our own little segment right there. That's new this year. I love it. Yeah. Thank y'all. Alright, so Randolph County is gonna kick this thing off and Beville will have the football first and we talk about the offense being the key tonight, guys, uh, and Fevel has an opportunity to strike first tonight on this Randolph County defense. A fast start is a must, in my opinion. Uh, I agree, KJ. John Limbaugh loves getting the ball first. Let's see what they do with this opening drive. Maybe they'll blast off like a rocket ship here. Short, wobbly kick, and it's actually going to go out of bounds. So that's some some positive right there for Fevel as the free kick out of bounds will – well, get Absolutely. them to about the 40. You know, in high school ball, a lot of times you get to start from about the 20-yard line. So, uh, any time you can get up to the 40, I mean, that's two automatic first downs that the Wolves possibly just got. Um, you coming out there, get a few first downs, all of a sudden you're uh, on the other side of the 50, and you're knocking on the door. So, the, as we mentioned earlier, the scratches tonight, obviously, the big names, uh, Dakota Ogle will not play, Seth Limbaugh will not play, and neither will Luke White. Kaysen Bryant is active. Not sure how much we'll see him with it being his first game back, but it looks like on the first drive, they're going to come out with Deloach and Richie in the backfield, and that's two receivers to the right. Deloach looks that way, thought about throwing, and he's popped. And Randolph County, just a four-man front, and they send a late linebacker spy, and that man is the one that made the tackle. Well, K.J., you just mentioned some guys we got out. Dakota Ogle shines on defense, but not all, everybody knows he plays on that offensive line, too. Yeah. Seth Limbaugh in the backfield sometimes to help out block. Two big guys you're missing, so when Pacey throws the ball, he's going to have to get rid of it quick. Two receivers to each side on a second and long. Deloach, quick pass. It's caught. A man-made miss and some good yardage right there. I believe he was able to hit Cadence Barrett. Yeah, nice little gain right there. You know, it, it would have been great if they could have not lost yardage on first down. Now, now instead of third and six, it would be about third and two. But uh, third and six, six still very manageable. So let's see what John Limbaugh dials up as he's thrown the ball two times in a row. Well, probably going to throw it again here, and he will. Straight drop for Deloach. Oh, should have been a first down right through the hands of his man. 
Uh, I think that's Barrett again. Yeah, well, you know, John Limbaugh, I feel like he'll go back to the air uh, on this upcoming drive because you didn't see some success right there if it weren't for that drop. But it happens, just shake it off, man, unless you're dropping it every play. Like, you know, uh, we don't see that a lot at the Wolves, but, you know, some schools do see that. So uh, they'll send out the man, Levi Phillips, to boot it deep. Let's see. I I'm going to say he's going to pin this one back inside the 30, KJ. Well, that was a huge first series, and Randolph County running the late man on. If we would have snapped it, we would have got five free yards. There was pressure on Phillips, and that affected the punt, but he gets a favorable bounce. Oh, and the returner tries to pick up the ball, and he fumbled it. I don't know if we got on. I think he was able to get back on top of it, but, man, that was almost disaster for Randolph County. That it was, KJ. He was barely able to get back on it. Bad decision on his part should have let it roll, but – I mean, some those guys are uh, eager to get on the ball sometimes, so you can't blame them too much. Yeah, Auburn had a punt returner a few years ago by the name of Steven Roberts, and he always tried to pick it up on the bounce and always fumbled the ball, and I used to always yell at the TV. Randolph County brings their huge offensive unit to the line with number 10 at quarterback, or I think it's number 11, and their first play is a good one, a run off left guard. I'm going to get... Let's see how much they give. Be about six yards. Bring up a second and three or four. KJ looks like this team is going to be running a lot of that fullback and halfback options. Uh, so look at a lot of trickeration. Then they might go in the air and catch Phil cheating up. So they have got some size at receiver, man. I tell you, and the quarterback is number. Uh, I think it's actually number seventeen, McKissick. Oh, and here's a run right up the gut and breaks a tackle and gets the first down and then about three or four more easily through two plays. Randolph County moves the chains. Federal's defense has got to try to cut that off quicker, but they're going to have their hands full. Look at the size of those offensive linemen, and you can see why this team is poised for a deep run this year. You try to build your football teams from the trenches around, and their offensive line is huge. Yeah, they ain't getting pushed around by many teams that I can see. And here's a give off lift, a broken tackle, and then pretty good tackling after that, but he still gets another four or five yards. Now they actually give him seven, second down and three, and sooner or later, Coach Reed is going to have to leave somebody from the linebacking core blitzing. Yeah. They're not going to be able to get to these guys with just four-man rush. Here's a give off left, and this time much better tackling from the Wolves as that pursuit off the left was beautifully covered. First man to meet him was Blake Ritchie and Pacey DeLoach. Absolutely, with Dakota Ogle not being there first because usually, you know, Blake Ritchie and Dakota Ogle are there together, uh, but with Dakota Ogle being out, we'll be calling Blake Ritchie's name quite a few times this evening. Yo. Third down and five, Fedville was getting pushed around on the first few plays, but now a chance to get off the field right here. Third and five, here's the Tigers. They'll leave it with number one, and he's probably going to have his first down. Yeah, Tackle down near the chains. I think they're going to give it to him. Yep, first down. Yeah, he, he barely squeaked past it, but he was able to get that first down and uh, it sets him up with a uh, – Press set it down, so we'll see what the Wolves' defense can do. As you know, that's tiring when you're having to stop those hog mollies up front. And you know, uh, Rand, a team like Randolph County pays attention in the scouting report. They're not going to run towards Blake Ritchie's way very much tonight. Off the right that time, away from Ritchie, and it gets pretty good yardage. This time, 
they leave it with their big fullback, and he gets about two or three yards just off sheer <laughs> determination. But I'm telling you, he was popped. I, I think the first man to hit him was Brady Ritchie that time, but, man, Brady really, really brought the heat. I think that was actually number 30. On the 32 on the carry, Skyler Holt. Now, man, both these teams do not have very visible numerals tonight, and it's going to make our job pretty hard. That it will, KJ, that it will. Here's a second down and long. They leave it with number one, and he gets his first down easily. That's Jeremy Teal. Yeah, KJ, one thing I might we might see tonight, both teams like to run the ball. You see Pebble coming out passing three times in a row, which is very rare. Um you'll see the clock dwindle away much quicker than you would in a normal game. Absolutely. And that run, there was nobody even close to tackling him until he was a yard past the sticks. We got to have better pursuit. Three men in the backfield. It's like Randolph County just wants to plow ahead, and they do. That's the man Till again, and Till gets another first down. Just They're running it right up the gut right now, and this is where you miss Dakota Ogle and Seth Limbaugh. No, that is very true, KJ. Those are some guys that uh, can kind of compare with the offensive line of Randolph County with those big guys up there uh, and kind of push them around, but you lost that. When you lose size, you do lose a little bit of an element of your team. Well, Randolph County doesn't appear to have a, what I call an ace speed back, someone who's just straight ahead speed, but they've got three or four power ones. This time, Till gets the corner, and he's cut down at about the five-yard line, so a huge gain once again for Randolph County, and they haven't even attempted, but I don't even have, they haven't thrown the ball. If it ain't broke, don't fix it, KJ. And uh, if he would have just got just a few more inches, he'd have been in that end zone. But instead, they're looking at a first and goal from the one and uh, six fifty and ticking to go in this first quarter in real time. I mean, excuse me, Randolph County's knocking on the door. They'll just give it to Till again and easily into the end zone for the touchdown for Randolph County. Six nothing. Randolph County strikes with 6.40 to go in the first corner. Now, KJ, I can tell you, I know somebody that's better uh, than uh, that the Wolves are better at than Randolph County, and that's a field goal kicker unless they prove me wrong here. Well, they're lining up like they might want to go for two. They're doing the lonesome polecat, basically just seeing how Fevel's going to defend, and then they get into their extra point. How about the swinging gate the Auburn Tigers pulled at the two-point conversion last week against Kentucky? That one was... Wow. That one was uh, pretty sweet from Auburn. And I'll tell you what wasn't sweet was the kick from Randolph County. That thing didn't even get half the distance. No, on an extra point, I think my little sister could have went out there and kicked one about like that. That was uh, put go back to the drawing board on for the kicking unit there. Uh, yeah, there's probably a reason why they uh, didn't really try to kick it deep on the kickoff. So. Early 6-0 Randolph County on top, 6.40 to go in the first. We'll take a break from Farm Wings Field. You're listening to Pebble Football on RadioAlabamaSports.net. Your area is Sylacauga, the beautiful Marble City. Your area is Childersburg, the oldest city in the United States. Your area is Fayetteville, home of Lay Lake and Purcell Farms. Your area is area real estate. When you're in need of a new home, area real estate is there for you. Bill Farr and the group of agents at area real estate are helpful, insightful, and take the weight off your shoulders in the home buying and selling process. Let the real estate company in your area work for you. Area real estate, online at areareallestateinc.com. 
listening to Fayetteville High School Football on the Fayetteville Sports Network, presented by Coosa Pines Federal Credit Union. Now Welcome back to Fayetteville. Randolph County made that first drive look really, really easy, guys. And this is where, if you're Fayetteville, you can't afford to get down two scores in the first quarter against this bunch. you got to keep it a one-score game or less. Uh, in the first half for it to give yourself a chance in the second half. So a, a good drive needed right here from Fevel. But, you know, their passing game on the last drive looked really good. Would have had a first down had it not been for a drop. Absolutely, KJ. And who knows where we'd be at right now if that drop wouldn't have occurred. And the the kickoff is fielded by an upback. That upback is actually Pacey Deloach. I can tell number two. And he gets a pretty good kick return going up top near the 30 spotted at about the 29 yeah that was a, a pretty pretty decent return as they're about out to, towards the 30 and that's a pretty good starting field position for the wolves and hopefully they'll be able to get something going because this is one area the wolves have struggled in uh this year as well as other years is responding to a touchdown let's see what john limbaugh draws up here and see if the wolves can get in the, the end zone for six Man in motion. They fake it to him, and we get a penalty. I think we've got a motion penalty on the Wolves. Penalty flags on the play. No, maybe. Uh, oh, Fal- oh. False start on the Wolves. Oh, that'll back him up to first and 15, and that is something you cannot have tonight. No, not something you want to uh, do when you're trying to. Get back in the game. We're in the game, but trying to respond to score, back yourself up five yards, never what you want to do. First and 15, Deloach wants to throw. Throws it, fires one on the out route. It's complete, and a tackle was missed. And right away, Blake, that secondary for uh, Randolph County, we talked about having problems with Horseshoe Bend earlier. A missed tackle, and uh, that missed tackle was on Zeke Deloach, and that time Deloach gets 14 yards. So second down and one. KJ, do you take a shot right here? Maybe go with a little trickeration. You know, John Limbaugh wanted that flea flicker last week. See what he does right here. Try to catch this defense uh, off guard. Well, they're coming to blitz, so they're going to have to get a quick pass off. Pretty good protection. Now the pocket collapses. The Loach will have to make something happen with his feet. And a diving attempt made, and they're going to say incomplete. But from here, that looked like a catch. KJ, I think he cradled it a little bit. It, it did hit the ground. It did appear. And Not going to fault him for a bad call when it, it, it did appear that the ball did hit the ground. Yeah, Pacey was looking for his brother again, and it'll be third and one when we come back. I think we've got an injured wolf, uh, so can't really tell a number on him right now, but they'll check on him, and we, we'll, we will be back from Fayetteville right after this. At Central Alabama Community College, you can be anything you wish to be. Don't put your future on hold, and don't settle for less than excellence. We are Central Alabama Community College. Central to you. Garris Specialties in Ponds has what you need. Loans as low as $5. Great deals on firearms and interesting items you won't find anywhere else. Garris Specialties in Pond, behind Pete's Feed and Seed in Sylacauga. Harvey's on Noble has it all for everyone. Harvey's is the perfect combination of a fine, family-friendly, hometown restaurant, and event venue for weddings, receptions, parties, and more. Harvey's on Noble, 280 North Anniston Avenue in Sylacauga. Have you started prepping for deer season? Oak Grove Feed and Tech has all the supplies that you need. Stock up on corn, seeds, or mixes like their best-selling triple-grip mix today. 
Oak Grove Feed and Tech, located on Highway 280 next to Vaden Toyota. You're listening to Fayetteville High School Football on the Fayetteville Sports Network. Welcome back to Fedville, and it's third down and one after um, an incompletion. But you know, give credit to Deloach right there. He didn't. He didn't force anything. They're going to throw on third and one. nope. It's a draw. Third and one, and they are going to have their first down. Good, good play call from John Limbaugh on the offense that time. Going to move the chains, and Fedville, you know, through two drives at this point, has looked pretty good on offense play. Absolutely, KJ. One thing that I'm just pumped to see and excited to see is this. Offense is finally making strides in the right direction. They've run it one time this evening. They've been throwing the ball, gunslinging it, and I, I'm anxious to see what they do the rest of this game. And they go right back to the air. Deloach fakes and a good pass, just a little bit too much heat on it. That one intended for newly inserted Cason Bryant. And yeah, he that one was just a tad bit uh, above his head. If it wouldn't have been, you know, with the way that Cason can run, he made have made a couple men miss and got in for six. But uh, second and ten, no need to, to fret here. They uh, they got a good-looking little drive going here. Let's hope they can keep it going, get it past the 50 and on to the end zone. But one thing I will say is about the defensive and offensive line, and I'll say after this play, Deloach, two-step drop, pump fake, now going to throw it. Got a man, and it's caught. If it was just a little bit more in front of him, that he would still be running. That time, once again, able to hit Zeke Deloach. I'll tell you, the secondary is having a problem keeping up with Zeke Deloach at this point. Yes, they are, KJ. And uh, one thing it makes me look at, they're having trouble with Fevel. But think about when these guys play Lynette. Lynette got some very oh, deep yeah. threats. Their quarterback was just having an off night. He connects on those. That game could get out of hand very quickly on Randolph County. And two things that we talked about earlier that Fedville is doing very well so far clock is running we're already at 4 30 left in the first quarter and blake we have excellent we have excellent third downs third and short is where we need to be third here's another third and one for deloach and the wolves and they get them with a hard count free five yards handed to the Boom. wolves right there five free yards hey they got back what they had on the little legal procedure earlier that's right well, the thing I was going to say is, is they make the, the offsides call on the Tigers of, of Randolph County. One thing I was going to say about this unit, Randolph County is not very deep on the offensive or defensive line. I noticed three or four of their defensive linemen play offensive line, too. I know we want to try to move the ball through the air, but running game is going to be key. If we can tire some of those big fellas out, that can really go to our advantage later in the game. Absolutely, KJ. I do agree with you there. And Richie with a good run made a man miss, and he's close to a first down. Look at you, KJ. Just talking about it there, those guys, are, that secondary is going to start cheating back, and that opens up for those holes up the middle. As you've seen Brady get about nine yards on that carry, and uh, the Wolves looking very sharp and, and poised here on offense, and I don't think real time, or excuse me, I don't know why I'm saying that. Randolph County is looking a bit, called a bit off guard because they didn't think that was going to happen. Let's see if Deloach runs this one, and he will. Gets a block, a bit of a block from Richie, and he turns the corner. Oh, we got a flag thrown. This one's either going to be a hold or a face mask. Yeah, that run around the edge looked just a little too good there, KJ. Uh, I'm afraid we got a hold. And we do. Doggone. And, but, you know, I think if Richie was there a step early and got just a little bit more of a block, 
uh, Deloach probably would have got to the end zone right there, but a little bit late on his block, and I don't know if he's the one they called for holding, but I know there was about three or four wolves over there. Well, so it's going to be second down and 10. It's a lot better than first and 20, though. Yeah, that, that very, very true, KJ, backing it up. And, and once again, another pass. Here's a blitz, and Pacey just needs to get rid of this. He's running around, now going to throw it. And he Ooh. had a man coming back on the curl. If that if that man was Case and Brian, I do believe again, if he was there a step ahead, that's another catch. And Absolutely. But uh, Jonathan Wilson, number six, cornerback or safety, not sure which one, uh, he was mighty close to him. If that ball would have hung in the air just a second too long, it might have been a pick. Well, we just talked about Fedville's success with having third and short. This one's a little bit trickier, third and ten. But, Blake, you're in the area of the field. You're across the 50. If you get even five or six yards right here, you go for this, no question about it. Yep, absolutely. Third and ten for Deloach and the offense. Blitz coming, and Deloach goes down. That was an awkward way he landed there with that spin. Good to see him get back up. And I think if you're uh, John Limbaugh, you send Levi out here on this one. Yeah, you you got to punt the ball right now, and yep, and that's exactly what he's gonna do. Good call by Coach Limbaugh, and you know, two fifty four and ticking here left to go in the first quarter. If you're Coach John Limbaugh, up to this point, you got to be satisfied and excited about what your offense has done so far. Yep. Now you just got to see if your defense can stand strong and not go down by two scores here. And, and just hold on, in just a couple of drives, Deloach is trotting back onto the field here. Well, I don't know what just happened. It looked like Levi Phillips just turned around and called for a timeout. I don't know if Coach Limbaugh's thinking about going for this or, or what the deal is, but there's 2.28 left in the first quarter. And, uh, dang, you almost had me saying real town, Blake. I'm sorry, KJ. I just keep saying it. I guess because, you know, their uniforms are a little bit similar, and uh, we're not used to Randolph County having to play them. And yeah, th this really is – Jake, correct me if I'm wrong, but this is the first meeting between Fedwell and Randolph County, first or second. Uh, I know these schools have not played very much. Of course, Fedwell, uh, a late addition football team in this county. Uh, yeah. So, you know, we're, we're not really sure, but I know these guys haven't played a lot. But Randolph County's up 6 to nothing. but Fedwell with a couple promising drives just need better execution on third down. Absolutely, KJ. You know, John Limbaugh might be rolling the dice here and maybe want to go for it. We'll see what happens. Well, he better have a good play call on 4th and 14 because 4th and 14 is a lot. If it was 4th and 10 or 4th and 9, I think I think he would it would be more reasonable. But 4th and 14, you got to yeah. be careful here. This is the first time, as, my, as our third man, Jacob Bassett, confirms, this first ever meeting between these two schools. So uh, the school's not familiar with each other. And so far, I think that you, know, you can see that or, and then the way Randolph County has kind of – approach Fedville's offense. Fedville really hasn't been stopped until that sack on third down. Fedville has looked pretty good on offense. They just haven't executed on third down. Absolutely, KJ. And and uh, one thing, you know, they used to refer to Les Miles as the Mad Hatter. Well, I'm going to start calling Coach Limbaugh the Mad Visor. I mean, this son gun can draw up stuff. I mean, at your own 30-something yard line, and he went for a fake punt a couple weeks ago and it last worked. week. Not and last it, week, excuse me, two weeks ago. And it worked both times. Yeah, that it did. So it, I bet, and uh, Randolph County knows that too. So you know, in the back of their mind, they're like, "Hey, we got to stop this fake." So 
So we'll see what they do here. Well, they're still in punting formation, but there's a change in the punter. It's Pacey DeLoach. And yeah. the three upbacks blocking are Hunter Hammonds, Cadence Barrett, and Zeke DeLoach, all wide receivers. Oh, maybe just a little razzle-dazzle, and it is, as it's a punt. Not a very good-looking punt, but it's a line drive kick, and it's picked up, and he is wrestled down immediately. That was Jeremy Till back there to, to pick it up. And Yeah, Till, uh, he cut it close again there, KJ. But they're, uh, they're back down to the 25-yard line. Let's see. The Wolves maybe stack the box a little more because so far Randolph County has not showed me that they can throw the ball with success. Well, because they haven't thrown the ball at all, so we don't know yet. Right. I, I think you've, you've got to force Randolph County to throw, and if they beat you that way. But from the looks of it, Jeremy Till is a good-looking running back. I don't think you can just let him run wild all night. No, no I do agree, KJ. And here's a toss to Till. Till cuts it up. And did a lot of running just to get a couple yards. That was pretty good play that time by the uh, defensive line of the of the Fayetteville Wolves. Coming up from his safety spot is Zeke Deloach to help out with a tackle. You know that it, that millisecond between difference between a halfback toss and a halfback quick toss uh, can really make a difference in yards gained. If that would have been a, a strong toss or just a regular toss, uh, he might have got taken down in the backfield. But since it was a quick pitch, he was able to get upfield a little bit. Uh, second down and medium, and Randolph County looks to the sideline, gets their play in, and here we go with McKissick. Man in motion, that's Till. Keep your eye on him. And they'll toss it the other direction. This is a bigger back, and he bulls his way ahead, close to a first down, but it's going to be a couple yards short. Yeah. Uh, can't really get a number on the guy. I believe right that was, I believe, no, uh, he did get the first down, but it was only by the length of a French fry. He was short. That, that was a very generous spot, I'm going yeah. to tell you. I think that was Caldwell that got the carry. Uh, forgive me, Federal and Randolph County audiences, if we have anybody from Randolph County, but you guys aren't helping us with, with these numbers on the jerseys. We, we, we can make out some of them, but a lot of them are very difficult and Confusion on the part of Randolph County. They'll take their first time out with 1.11 to go in the first. Randolph County 6, Federal 0. You're listening to Federal Football on RadioAlabamaSports.net. Like a good neighbor, State Farm Albie Steers is there for all of your insurance needs. Home, car, boats, and more. Whatever it is, State Farm agent Albie Steers in Sylacauga has you covered. As we celebrate 100 years of women's suffrage, we reflect upon a time when we could not register to vote nor hold public office. But now, we have the privilege of representing the people of Alabama in the state legislature. We must continue to educate and empower women because together, we can continue to shatter records and overcome barriers. Register to vote and obtain your photo ID so you too can exercise your right to vote on November 3rd. Register to vote at sos.alabama.gov. Welcome back to the uh, Federal High School Football Game of the Week on the Federal Sports Network, presented by RadioAlabamaSports.net. Uh, KJ, Federal's definitely going to have to go overcome a barrier right here as this offense is uh, driving once again. Well, it looks to, it looks to me like 
they either can't throw the ball or don't want to until Fedville forces them to. And until that happens, I think if you're the Wolves, you got to stop sending four and five only. Yeah. You've got to start sending six, seven, sometimes eight, much like we've seen the uh, the Lynette Panthers do against us uh, three weeks ago. Uh, they they had eight and nine people at the line of scrimmage just daring us to throw the ball, and we did. We only did it four times, and they were able to come away with a thirty to four win. This is a much bigger unit than us that we're facing, but you can tire them out with even if you don't get to the to the ball carrier in the backfield, you're 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 really confusing those offensive linemen and you're making them respect all of the things you can do on the defensive side of the ball. I agree, KJ. You know, I, if I'm the Wolves here, they haven't shown dang throw it. I'd rush ten and drop one. Well, everything's on the line end up in the play. Here's another toss. This is Till. He's getting hold. Uh, that, that was uh, number 22, Deloach, just got jersey tugged. Number 34 of the, the Tigers thought he was on offense. But another easy 12 and a first down for Randolph County. Near the end of this first quarter we are. And that end of quarter is going to come at a really good time for these guys as they, they need all the extra wins they can get tonight dealing with this huge unit. I mean, look at the size of number 77 the fullback i mean and he gets the call look at how big he is but they wrap him up very well might be big not fast that's why they took him down at the line of scrimmage dang kj they're going to give him a yard on that one i don't know about all that Uh, never mind the guy working the chains is uh struggling a little bit well they give him a yard on that but uh, he was clearly behind the line of scrimmage yeah, I'm just going to say that. Second down and nine, still good pursuit from our defensive line. Run formation again. Another toss to Till around the left. Fedville can't stop it. He makes a cut. He's into the open field and all the way past the 30-yard line before he is drugged down. Well, that should likely bring the end of the quarter. And like you said, KJ, it couldn't have came at a better time as uh, Randolph County just booming down the field right now with nothing to stop them and so that'll be the end of the first, first quarter yeah first quarter over as blake said six to nothing gives your score and we'll, we'll come back with the second quarter hopefully the wolves can contain this running game better Hey, this is Blake Farr from Area Real Estate. We're happy to announce we're expanding into the Alexander City and the Lake Martin area. For years, Area Real Estate has helped home buyers and sellers in Sylacaga. Now we look forward to offering the same friendly service to you. Check our website for listings at arearealestateinc.com. Your area is Sylacauga, the beautiful Marble City. Your area is Childersburg, the oldest city in the United States. Your area is Fayetteville, home of Lay Lake and Purcell Farms. Your area is Area Real Estate. When you're in need of a new home, Area Real Estate is there for you. Bill Farr and the group of agents at Area Real Estate are helpful, insightful, and take the weight off your shoulders in the home buying and selling process. Let the real estate company in your area work for you. Area Real Estate, online at arearealestateinc.com. to Fayetteville High School Football on the Fayetteville Sports Network, presented by Coosa Pines Federal Credit Union. Now, back to the stadium. Welcome back to Fayetteville as uh, we come back to the second quarter and 
Fedville no answer for the running game, or as we should say, the toss, because that's where the yardage has come. They've Randolph County has ran one play and, and gotten uh, probably close to 80 yards off of that with Teal. Toss to the left, toss to the right. We're going to have to do a better job of containing that. Uh, yeah, that we are, KJ. I mean, you look in uh, both drives for Randolph County, they have had no pushback from this Fevel defense whatsoever, which is kind of unusual because Fevel usually plays fairly well um, on defense. So I guess we'll, we'll, we'll see what they're going to do here. Two fullbacks and one running back, same formation. Probably going to get a toss to Till if I had to guess. There it goes. And we've got a man out there to make a tackle, and he just got – uh, crap of a block laid on him until is still running across the middle of the field and we finally get him down as a gain of about 20 on the play and he broke about five tackles to get it that he did and i think that was actually number six jonathan wilson on that carry who's been getting a little bit of play at the cornerback position so um well thank you for that yeah that is wilson in there so their their big guy till getting a breather and uh, they are heating up that toss their tackles are Probably about six foot four and about six foot three. That they are. And this time they run the fullback off the edge and he gets the corner. And I think we've got a signal. Touchdown. It looks like they're saying touchdown, but uh, one man said touchdown, one man said short. Yeah, I guess they'll mark them a little short, but it, it shouldn't matter here because they got four tries to get one yard. Gain of nine. Run it up the middle, and they'll easily walk in. Touchdown, Randolph County, and Fedville's going to have to start doing something on offense because we have no answer for the running game right now. Uh, you're right about that, KJ. This is probably going to turn into a shootout because um, it doesn't look like that this Fedville team can stop Randolph County on the defensive side, so Fedville's going to start scoring points or it could get out of hand. That it could. 11.06 to go in the half. Let's see uh, what this field goal kicker does after that. Oh, well, never mind. They're not. And a toss to Teal, and the two points is good. And, uh, KJ, we see them make up for that extra point that they missed earlier with that two-point conversion, and that wipes that away as they're up by two scores now with 11.06 to go in this second quarter. Yeah, 14-0 here. We got a score update from Shortersburg. It's... 14 to 7, Shortersburg on top of Beulah. Shortersburg with a winnable game in Beulah this week. That program has gotten better each and every week that they've stepped on the field. And uh, really, last week was the one exception. Sylacauga just blasts Shortersburg last week. Yeah, Sylacauga, they uh different animal. They're pretty good this year. But, uh, you know, Shortersburg in a rebuilding year, so you, you can't expect them to win eight or nine games. You know, you got to rebuild. And I feel like they got a good starting point, the coach uh, Johnson over there. Everything seems to be, you know, getting put together correctly there. And we get another update from uh, our PA man up here. Horseshoe Ben and B.B. Comer nodded up at eight at the end of one. Man, yeah. I like to see competitive games. And I hope Fevel makes this one a little bit more competitive as we go on here. Well, they've looked good on offense 
through two drives. They've just stalled on third down. Really can't say the same about the defense, but I'm just going to be honest with you guys. Till is a whole unit at running back. He stands probably close to six foot even, maybe six foot one. Uh, A lot of muscle in his upper body, too, probably pushing the 185, 190 area. I don't know if any D1 schools are recruiting him, but he'll make a – so far he's made a pretty good honorage for himself in this game. Uh, That he has. That he has. Kickoff from Randolph County comes – by uh, received by Richie inside back behind the 20. Richie with a good return, and he was one shoestring tackle away from going the distance. And, and, and that's you, actually Case and Bryant. You know, KJ, uh, that was actually Teal on the kickoff, so they just got that man doing everything this evening, and the Wolves can't stop it either. I mean, they're going to have to get something going on offense or they can see themselves down 20 to nothing or more at halftime. And, boy, I tell you, Whoever made that tackle for Randolph County uh, is the MVP of that play because Case and Bryant was one missed tackle away from still running. Excellent blocking, got him to the 36. Yeah, that, that it was, KJ. Fevel, first and 10. Deloach will fake the run, try the run pass option, and it's completed uh, for about five, six yards, still fighting on the outside. I believe that was number 22, Zeke Deloach again. So, Zeke. I- I think that was Case and Bryant there. Well, Case and Bryant, man, they've got three or four that look at the exact same. That they do. Body and stature, and then their numbers are dark. So that doesn't help the situation at all. But good pick up there. You know, I think Coach Limbaugh looked at this Randolph County team, said they're bigger than us, that we're not going to run on let's throw the ball. And I think he's seen some success with that here early on. That he has a quick screen here to number 12, Cadence Barrett. Tries to make a man miss. Does, still going before he is finally wrapped up. And no gain on the play. And he tried to make something happen right there. Uh, Couldn't get much going there. Well, like KJ, we was talking about, you know, when you lose the battle on third down, but another third and short here. And um, if you want to have success on the offensive side, you got to keep your thirds downs to a minimal. They actually give him four progress, make it third down and three. So it's third and manageable, as you just said, Blake. So uh, I think this might be four down territory, too, but be careful. Here comes a blitz from Randolph County. They leave it in the belly of the running back, and he goes nowhere. Forget four down territory now. He doesn't even get back to the line of scrimmage. And uh, that, that that didn't even go down. I'm not sure who that was on the carry. I want to say it was Evan Baker. Well, Baker's first action, and he's been good for us so far, but that time Baker had about seven tackles to break if he wanted anything good. Randolph yeah. County brought a wholesale blitz. I mean, they seen that coming, so it'll be another three and out for the Wolves. Fourth and five after some good play through the air. Really on third down and three, that's, that's usually not an off-tackle type play, especially when you see a blitz coming. Yeah, that is correct, KJ. And it's a fake punt, and Case and Bryant is going to be stopped. KJ, not sure what they was going for there. He had a lot of yards to try to make up there for that first down, and uh, that's say I kind of disagree with that one a little bit. 14-0, 9.52 to go in the second quarter. Randolph County will take over in plus territory with excellent field position after – Three and out for the Wolves offense, and, man, it's 
It's not looked good so far, and someone took a timeout. We'll take one with them. 14 nothing, 9.52 to go until the half. This is Federal Football on RadioAlamaSports.net. Harvey's on Noble always has you in mind with live music and entertainment, weekly meal specials that you'll love, drink specials, and great service to ensure a great night. Harvey's on Noble, 280 North Anniston Avenue in Sylacauga. Harvey's on Noble is now open for courtyard and in-house dining at 50% capacity. They also still have curbside pickup and delivery if ordered Wednesday through Saturday between 4 and 7 p.m. Just call or text your order, 256-245-5173. Have you started prepping for deer season? Oak Grove Feed and Tech has all the supplies that you need. Stock up on corn, seeds, or mixes like their best-selling triple grip mix today. Oak Grove Feed and Tech, located on Highway 280, next to Vaden Toyota. Hi, this is Donna Brown, branch manager of Renaissance Bank in Sulacaga. Come see us on James Payton Boulevard in Sulacaga. Renaissance Bank, understanding you. Today, you're connected more than ever. Your friends, your family, your life. And banking is what you do on your time, anywhere you like. Renaissance understands how you bank. Offering mobile banking services you need. At Renaissance, we also understand that sometimes you need to speak to real people with real answers. That's why Renaissance has more than 170 convenient locations throughout the South ready to serve you. Renaissance Bank, understanding you. Member FDIC. As we celebrate 100 years of women's suffrage, we reflect upon a time when we could not register to vote nor hold public office. But now, we have the privilege of representing the people of Alabama in the state legislature. We must continue to educate and empower women because together, we can continue to shatter records and overcome barriers. Register to vote and obtain your photo ID so you too can exercise your right to vote on November 3rd. Register to vote at sos.alabama.gov. Welcome back to Fedville with Randolph County taking back over, and they try past Jacob Bassett, and they've got a man wide open down the sideline, and it's dropped. Yeah. Wow. And you see a visor being thrown over there on the sideline. That was six points. Man. Yeah, I think he was thinking six the whole way right there, and that's, you can't think about that. you got to think about the catch first. If you don't think about the catch first, you're going to drop it. Yep. Look to make his man miss before he caught the ball. Yeah. My color man, Blake, is uh, taking a taking a little break on us real quick. So that means Jacob Bassett gets some uh, some uh, color commentator minutes. Here's a fullback run off right with Teal, and he gets a first down easily. They have no answer for Jeremy Teal. Man, I tell you what, that Teal was a is a ball player. But I think the one that carried that ball that was actually Hagen Bailey that made that carry, number 34. Wow. Randolph County is just eating us up on the ground, running clock and moving the ball in the process. They've attempted one pass, the one that was just dropped for a touchdown, and they haven't had to throw it. And they leave it with a big fullback this time, and look at him break tackles. It takes uh, six wolves to bring him down after a gain of about three. Yeah, that fullback's a hoss. When you when you got a player like that, you don't mind giving him the ball. When it takes, you know, the whole defense to bring him down, that you know he's going to be a special player as the game progresses. A second down and five for Randolph County, and one thing they also do is they take their time in between plays. They don't really go no huddle. They they take their time and run that clock. They're they're very good at playing time of possession. Here's a toss, 
It's Till again. We have good pursuit, and he is tackled down. That's the best play they've made on that play all night, and Till still got the first down. Yeah, we need to get Till tired, quick, fast, and in a hurry, or he's going to have a big night tonight. And right there, you know, the defense saw he had the ball, and they followed him and pushed him out of bounds. You know, that was a good play defensively. And he still got six yards, a very generous six yards. It didn't look like he made, but maybe four or five. Here we go, first and ten once again for Randolph County as they leave it with a fullback this time, and he gets another four or five. Yeah, they got they definitely have a good running game. I mean, I guess when you got a running game, if it's working, you know, stick with it. And they have one pass and probably about 22 runs. I don't know how many play calls they've had, but I'm just guessing that's, that's what the county is. Uh, they haven't had to do much else than run the ball. Is that toss to the left and fullback up the middle has been their offense tonight, and Bedville has had no answer. First and ten. This time it's off right, and Till is going to go untouched into the end zone. Yeah, Till is – He's a special player. He's probably, you know, don't know for a fact, but you would have to believe that he's being looked at by some big schools out there. Yeah, he's, he's got very good very good quickness and, and deception to be uh, the way he, that he is, and it's uh, 20 to nothing, 7.49 to go until halftime. Is, they're going to try the extra point again. Let's hope this one goes better than their last one. Last one didn't even get halfway there. And he shanked this one, too. Man. 20 to nothing remains the score, Jacob. Yeah, I'll tell you what. If Bama's looking for their next kicker, I think they can look at Randolph County. I'd be happy with that signing. Well, there you have it. 7.49 to go until the half. And Randolph County increases their lead. 20 to nothing is the score. You're listening to Fable Football on the radio, AlabamaSports.net. Like a good neighbor, State Farm Alvey Steers is there Thanks, for all of your insurance needs. Home, car, boats, and more. Whatever it is, State Farm agent Alvey Steers in Silicaga has you covered. Imagine the stuff I say. Your area is <laughs> you know how much I talk about the COVID whole city. Your area is <laughs> I mean, Silversburg, the oldest city in the United States. Your yeah, area is Fayetteville, yeah. home of Lay Lake and Purcell Farms. Your area is area real estate. When you're in need of a new home, area real estate is there for you. Bill Farr and the group of agents at area She's real not estate a communist. insightful and take the weight off your shoulders in the home buying and selling process. Let the real estate company in your area work for you. Area real estate online at arearealestateinc.com. Uh, welcome back to the Fayetteville High School Football Game of the Week on the Fayetteville Sports Network, presented by RadioAdventsports.net. And I'm going to tell you, KJ, you leave for two minutes, and there's another touchdown on the board and another missed extra point. Well, there you have it. Here's a pooch kick. Fayetteville will get good field position out of this. Well, the kick was a muff, but Cadence gets back on it. He was, he was trying to pick it up and run with it, and he had some room too, but – Unable to field the catch cleanly, and and Blake, Jacob, if there's any if there's any way Fedville can stay in this game, they've got to have seven right here put on the board. Yeah, KJ, I'm gonna have to go in full agreeance with you on that one. I mean, you, you can't be down twenty to nothing. Let the team get the ball back, and then get it back once again after halftime. So definitely got to get something rolling out right here. I think you take a shot early. 
Deloach looks like he will. It's a quick screen, batted up in the air, and almost intercepted. <laughs> well, trash. That's uh, that's not what we needed right there. And, and I know Coach Limbaugh shaking his head on the sideline over there. They got to get something rolling, KJ. Can't find yourself tw- trailing twenty nothing before the half. Um, you just you you can't have it. Well, when Federal has had success tonight, it's been with plays over the middle, curls and slants. It's not been quick screens. That's not been there. There's a quick blitz coming. Deloach has to get rid of it. He does, and it goes through the hands of Hunter Hammonds. And there was three Randolph County defenders right there waiting on it, and it's a miracle that that pass fell to the ground. Uh, That it is, KJ. Jonathan Wilson, I believe, was among those defenders right through his hands. You see him beating himself up over it. Third and ten, third and long situation. If you're Coach John Limbaugh, what do you do in this situation? Blake, I, I think you've got to go back to what works for you on the first few drives. Uh, it, it's, uh, it's apparent that Randolph County is coming on a wholesale blitz. So you don't use your running back. You keep him back to help in pass protection. and you, I, I think you've got to roll out and try to hit. Zeke or, or Cadence again over the middle. That That's what was working earlier. And Fedville, unsure of what they want to call to try to move the chains, this is a big play in this game. If Fedville's unable to get this conversion, then this 20 to nothing lead with the way Randolph County is moving the football is in danger of, of growing. And they get the ball to start the second half. Absolutely, KJ. They definitely got to get some kind of positive gain right here. If you get eight or nine yards, you've got to think – we got to go for it because you, you, right now with the way Randolph County's moving the ball, you can't give it back to them with the success they've been having. And uh, the one thing that worked, one thing that worked for us earlier was a was a good hard count. We got a, we've gotten everybody we played with it over the last year and half up to this point in the season. I wonder if they try to get five out of this to make it third down and five, and then that that changes things. But, yeah. But but really, Federal just needs something something positive. They got to get at least five or six because, like you said, I, I think even though you're at your own 34, you've got to go for this. If it, if it's if it's six yards or less, you can't punt the ball back to them. Your defense has shown they cannot stop the running game. You got to keep the offense on the sideline as long as you can. And Coach Limbaugh knows that. Yeah, you got to uh, get them. Yeah, I mean, Randolph County, like we were saying, moved the ball so well. They're fresh. They're not tired on offense. If if nothing else, at least hold the ball right now until there's not much time left in the half. Maybe get three points or seven. Uh, it, it's kind of do or die right here, KJ. If you give up the ball right here and they score again, this game's probably over. And uh, Pacey getting a good long talk from uh, from Coach Rogers over there on the sideline. And then Coach Rogers is fixing Blake Ritchie's helmet. Uh, how, about, how about Coach Rogers and, and everything he's done for this federal football team? Very, yeah. very nice young guys, as well as Coach Reed. We we talk about Coach Reed all the time. I keep waiting for his coach coaches show appearance. Yeah, I know. I keep. I was asking Coach John Limbaugh about that last night. We got to get him there sometime. Here's third and ten. They actually fake. Oh man, that was actually really clever. They faked like they did. We're going to call another timeout and didn't know what to do. And Randolph County was completely caught off guard, and Deloach overshoots the touchdown to Cadence Barrett. 
Yeah, just overthrew him just a tad bit. But I'm going to tell you who wasn't fooled, and that was Jeremy Teal. Once again, we say his name. He was on Pacey DeLoach. I mean, excuse me, Zeke DeLoach, like wide on rice right there. So he was the only one on that defense, but he was definitely not fooled there. Levi Phillips with a pretty good punt, and then it takes a good bounce fielded by Teal, and there he goes. He gets oh, the left side block corner, in the a block back. in the back. Thank and it's, you. It's coming back. And that was blatant. Yep. That it definitely was, but I, I mean, Till is just so slippery. He really reminds me a lot of a, a lot of a running back that Alabama used to have that's currently in the NFL right now. And I don't like bragging about Alabama players, but I, I do like Josh Jacobs an awful lot. Josh Jacobs, running back for the Raiders right now. Uh, yeah. That that young man was forced to sleep in his car and help his mom pay the bills as a sophomore in high school. That family's been through a lot, and and I'm just happy that he got his chance in the NFL. But yeah. when he was at Alabama, he was a third-string running back. Uh, and, and I don't understand how in the world they put the guys ahead of him that they did. He was the best running back on their roster by far. He may not have been great in one single area, but he He's could not do it all. He was better than Damian Harris, Bo Scarborough. That guy was just a different animal, so – you know, we're not going to, but Josh Jacobs definitely didn't get the opportunities he should have had his first few and, years. And Till reminds me of him. Here's a rare pass attempt, and it's caught by Till. Wow. If they don't run him, they throw it to him. Yeah. Yeah, that, that they're doing right now. And I mean, what do you do if you're the Wolves right now? You have had no success on defense, which is unusual because, like we said, Fevel usually plays very well on defense. So. Uh, you know, I don't know what the answer to this is. I say line up in the goal line every, every snap. Yeah, you've got to start blitzing a lot. And this time the run gets two or three before he's thrown back. That time the carry was by number 34, Tiger Hagen Bailey. Well, first set of downs. Randolph County, 640 to go and counting in the half. And uh, Randolph County just – uh, if there's anybody out there who's trying to start a football team and you want to know how to run the ball, just watch Randolph County against the Wolves in the first half so far tonight. I mean, they've made it look easy. That they have, KJ. Probably is easy with those big old guys up front. And here's another carry. This time I believe it was number six, Jonathan Wilson, on on the call around the left. We've been calling Wilson and Teal's name quite a few times this evening, and uh, they've had a lot of success. But you take those guys out of the mix, most of their other players have been very, very quiet this evening. And their quarterback hasn't had to do hardly anything. Just Basically, he's, gonna, he's thrown two passes, both of which were right on the money. One was dropped, and the other one was uh, just a moment ago caught by Teal. Here's second and short. They leave it with Teal. Around the left gets a good block from the right tackle. Cuts it across the middle. He may be gone, but he is drugged down inside the 10. Wow. Till just breaking tackles left and right, but I'm going to tell you, I, I'm going to try to get the young man's name. I believe that's number 64. At, no, it's 66 on tackle. Josh Holloway laid an incredible block on our defensive end, Stephen Barrett. Uh, that they did, and we got a couple score updates from around. Childersburg up 14-7 to over Beulah at the half. Hopefully those guys can pull out a win, and Comer is tied 8-8 eight to eight right now with Horseshoe Bend. Kind of a swing in advance as uh, 
Uh, you know, you would think Comer would kind of be mopping the floor with Horseshoe Bend right now, but they're not. But I'm sure they'll probably pull away later in the game. Horseshoe Bend is, is kind of it's kind of up and down for them. You know, they hang in with there with Vincent. They almost beat Vincent. The, they hung in there with us, but, but offensively they look terrible. And then, you know, defensively they must be pretty good. They held us to they held us in check, and then. Tonight, they're holding a very good B.B. Comer offense in check. So, Horseshoe Bend is not as bad as their record reveals them to be. They're just – they, they don't have very many ways to move the ball. No, they, they definitely do not. And uh, five minutes left to go here in this first half. And if you're Fevel, you got to be crying out just something, some kind of break to get a stop here, maybe a turnover, and uh, hopefully run out some time to the half. Well, it makes it hard to get turnovers when you got a team just plowing ahead like Randolph County. Their ball security is flawless, and they haven't thrown the ball, so there's really not much of a chance for an interception. They've just played an incredible game. That's really all you can say. As uh, both teams sitting here talking it over right now, Fedville has uh, has not had the ball in, in in quite some time in this half. Time of possession is all out of whack. Um, we are not uh, having the ball very much at all because of this running game of um, Randolph County. And it, not only are they getting yardage, but they're taking their time with it too. The, when they get plays in, they use all but probably about eight or nine seconds of that play clock, you you can tell that time of possession is an emphasis for this school. Yes, that's one way that, that – I mean, they're wearing deep Fevel's defense out right here, and I think that's their whole uh, strategy against any team they play. Like you said, ball security is great. And, uh, I mean, they're just uh, just all around a good football team, and I can see why they're ranked number one in the state. In 2A, of course. Well, here we go, first and ten. We've said that quite a lot tonight. Here's a rare throw, and, boy, he pump faked, and lucky he overshot the man because there was three wolves waiting on it, and a little man back there in the secondary, I think that was number number one for the wolves. That's that's a new one. That's not number one because that's not Levi five. Phillips. Yeah, it look, I, I don't know who it was, but doggone it, Pacey DeLoach plowed them over by accident going for that ball. Yeah, and, and if he would have been there a step soon, there was nobody down that sideline. That's a pick six. Oh, there we go. Good. They had a false start there, and uh, that'll back them up five yards. So, Really? I, correct me if I'm wrong, but they had the one block in the back. That's only two penalties on this team in the first half. You don't have to be great razzle-dazzle. You don't have to throw a touchdown every – Every time you drop back <clears throat> to a, uh, so but this team prides itself on ball security and time management, and so far in disciplined football, and we've seen that tonight. Okay, second down at 15, and here's a toss for a till, and he has cut down a pretty good hard tackle, and they get close to another first down. I think they're going to mark it short. It looks like about, about the five-yard line. Let's see if the Wolves can put up a stop here. And uh, by the looks of it, they won't attempt a field goal here. So uh, No, that that's out the picture. Third down and five. And they turn and give it. And this time on third and five, we get a good stop. 
We got a different running back in there, though. That looks like that is number 34, Hagen Bailey. And uh, I guess they're giving the other guys a a rest. And that federal defense said, well, you ain't going to do that. Way back they're fixing to attempt a field goal. And I don't mean any harm when I say this to to Randolph County, but I sincerely hope that this goes better than his extra points did. But keep your eye on the fake right here. Yeah, if I was them, I'd try the fake to spare the embarrassment of this. Did he make it? Oh, he, no. It just about fell through. But, but man, no good on the field goal. Wolves don't surrender any points this drive. 3.59 to go. You've got one timeout, Blake. This is where Fedville's got to get something going on offense. You, you got, you're only down three scores now. Uh, two, yeah, still three scores. You get down there. You put seven on the board. You run out of time. You come out of the break, down 13 to the number one 2A team in the state. While you're sitting at 2-3 and three, technically, but better 1-3, you got to like your chances there, but you really have to score right here. I think it's a must to even have any chance of hanging in this game late. And Fevel runs a late man on on the offensive line. Yeah, it looks like that is uh, number 52 for the Wolves. The Lotes. Will bring two receivers to each side, fake the run, and Deloach, he's running for for his life. Throws it on the run, is complete to Zeke Deloach. He breaks the tackle going across the field. That was a dime by Pacey Deloach. He put that only where his little brother could get that in between three defenders. Yeah, look at that hook up right there, KJ. I mean, perfect execution, and they thought he was going to keep it. He was right at the line of scrimmage, uh, and and he just put it, dropped a dime to Zeke Deloach as that brings up first down on the Randolph County side of the 50. So we're 348 ticking. They're down 20 to nothing, but we see a little spark on offense. Deloach, two-step drop, quick screen, low. But caught, yes. And that's number that like 11, Hunter Hammonds. Hammonds, yep. Well, I've been saying all year he needs to get some time at receiver. The, the game that you missed that me and Jacob called, he had an incredible interception where he just went all out, extended for the football. And I knew by the end of the year he was going to get some time at wide out, and I'm happy they're putting him there. Uh, with Luke wide out, and you ha- you're forced to use uh, some of your normal receivers and pass catchers and, at running back, Hunter Hammonds and Cadence, uh, Cadence Barrett over the last few weeks have stepped up immensely. They do rule it incomplete, though. Uh, I don't. Oh, I thought he had that one, but I get it was his back was to us, so uh, I'm not sure what happened there. Second down and 10. Deloach, another two-step drop. Blitz coming. Quick pass. It's caught. Man missed. Breaks a tackle. Does Hunter Hammond still going, and it takes three guys to bring him down. He's got the first down. You see the ceiling with Hunter Hammonds, and if you watch this young man, if you watch this young man on Facebook, his parents post all of his workout videos. I mean, he has put some work in in the offseason. If you look at where how big he was last year, he was like a stick, and he's muscle now. Hunter Hammonds has worked his butt off in the weight room. KJ, you don't have to call us out like that um, about being sticks now. <laughs> Third and one, they leave it with the running back, and he barely gets the first down, but it shouldn't be any question if he got that first down. And I guess this will bring up fourth down. Uh, wow. Not sure about that spot. That, that is a horrible spot. Is there's 2.30 to go in ticking? 
and the Wolves are down 20. Let's say I, I think you just try to blast up the middle here. Maybe you, you got to run the loach right up the middle. He, he's he's too big. Uh, you can't you can't rely on anybody else. So they, they they'll probably just try to draw them off sides first to see if they can get it that way. They're gonna run the loach out wide. He's in trouble and he's slung back. And we've we've called a pretty good game on offense to this point. But guys, I got to question that one. There's a safety blitz coming from your right, and I know that's the play that was called in the huddle, but. It's partly on the play column, but it's partly on the quarterback. If you see that safety blitz and you have, you know in your mind you've got a design quarterback run, you got to call an audible and check out of that. Yeah, you could tell right there that was happening. But then again, you know, young quarterback play, um, and that comes with experience. But, uh, it, you know, you really wanted to see something happen there, and with that not happening, you uh, the Wolves probably just hurt their chances of hanging around in this ball game. Unless they're able to get a stop. Well, they hand it to Till, and right away we see that's not going to happen. Gets the corner and gets a block and just runs out of bounds after about uh, 15, 16 yards. Yeah. That untouched 15, 16 yards. Give him 18, 159 to go, and Fedville not being able to convert on that Zeke DeLoach pass caught is going to give Randolph County a chance the score before the half with the football to start the second half. Everything going Randolph County's way. Toss to Till, gets a block, and then he's crushed by about four wolves. That's the best pursuit they've had on Till all night. Yeah, they've not been able to get anything going on the play. I wonder if we're going to get caught off sides. Sideline warning against... Field is a sideline warning against the wall. Against Fedville. Still second and six. Uh, second, and, second down and six for Randolph County Tigers. They're just probably going to run till until he can't run no more. And they do around the left. Gets a block, gets the sideline, goes out of bounds after about 10. You know, KJ, if I'm the Wolves right here, I'm stacking nine all the way across the line and dropping two guys back. Um, at this point, they've shown they're going to run it and make them throw it on you. And I wish Coach Phillips was around tonight because I, I bet you Till is close to about 23, 24 halftime carries. Yeah. And he'll get another. Jumps through the left side, and he's thrown back by the Wolves linebacking core this time. 130 to go in the first. Only three on that play, second down and seven. And I know Randolph County wants to stick with that run game, but they may have to throw it if they keep waiting this long. Here's Till again. Till gets the corner and gets the first down. Clock will stop for a second. You know, if if you're Randolph County and you score here, you probably send in your second unit after the half to try to get your first guys some rest. Well, they might wait a couple more touchdowns before you see that. First and nine from the nine. They give it with the fullback, and full Fed will cover that one pretty good as Randolph County will take a timeout. And we'll take one with them. 20 to nothing, one minute exactly to go until halftime. Federal on the losing end right now. If you're listening to Federal Football on the radio, AlabamaSports.net. 
Hey, this is Blake Farr from Area Real Estate. We're happy to announce we're expanding into the Alexander City and the Lake Martin area. For years, Area Real Estate has helped home buyers and sellers in Sylacauga. Now we look forward to offering the same friendly service to you. Check our website for listings at arearealestateinc.com. As we celebrate 100 years of women's suffrage, we reflect upon a time when we could not register to vote nor hold public office. But now, we have the privilege of representing the people of Alabama in the state legislature. We must continue to educate and empower women because together, we can continue to shatter records and overcome barriers. Register to vote and obtain your photo ID so you too can exercise your right to vote on November 3rd. Register to vote at sos.alabama.gov. Listening to Fayetteville High School football on the Fayetteville Sports Network, presented by Coosa Pines Federal Credit Union. Now back to the stadium. Welcome back to Fayetteville. Fayetteville stacked up on the goal line, trying to keep Randolph County out of the end zone for a final time before we go to half. It's twenty to nothing, and. If you're just joining us, Randolph County has just ran away with this thing on offense, and they, they have ran the ball and ran it some more and ran it some more, and Fedville has just had no answer. And, and they know it's coming. Yeah, I mean, uh, no doubt about it. They know that that's going to happen, that that ball is going to be run right up through there, and still nothing to be done because, I mean, it's just uh, they just can't stop it. Here's another toss to Teal. Fedville had that one covered beautifully. That play was made in the backfield. And That's going to bring up fourth down. Just cannot see that number. No gain on the play. Third and goal. It's actually third down. The sticks are not correct because they made the first down before they were cut down for after three just then. And yeah. then that one would bring this to third down. So third down and nine, clock is running under 30. No timeouts for Randolph County. They're running, and he's going to be sacked. The ball is out. Fedville trying to get on it, and they do. Yeah, I believe that was a fumble. I don't think his arm was coming forward, and if so, first down for the Wolves. And they do confirm first down for the Wolves, and it's 20 to nothing, and Fedville has done nothing offensively. But two straight times to end this half, guys, they've been inside the 10-yard line. The Wolves force a missed field goal, and that time that sack stripped the ball out. I believe that was Richie on the sack, and I believe that was Ethan Presley on the fumble recovery. Yeah, you know, that's uh, this game could very easily be 35 to nothing right now, so the Wolves have definitely caught a couple of breaks. Well, and you don't have any timeouts if you're Fedville, so you'll probably just see a couple of kneel downs, but we'll see. And they faked the kneel, and we fumbled the ball right back, and Randolph County says they have it. We yeah, tried a fake kneel, fullback dive, and I don't know who carried the ball, but that ball was just dropped laying on the ground. That play... Take the play, take that very play right there, and just remove it from our playbook. Yeah, yeah, I, I would say that. Coach Limbaugh's over on the sideline, like that gum. And now instead of instead of you having the ball and running out the half, Randolph County with no timeouts at the 14 yard line has at least two or three shots at the end zone with 18 seconds to go. They're in run formation, but they're going to throw. Fay corner pattern in the end zone, and that's incomplete. It was a catch made until the last second, and that was beautiful coverage. 
And I wish I could see the number on that man. Jacob, can you can you try to see the number on that dude? You're you're the closest one to us to that play, but we're still very far away and that number makes it impossible. But beautiful coverage on that on that fade pattern. It looks like number three, Case and Bryant. That 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 pass was actually caught and when he came down, the hit just knocked it out. Now there's 12 seconds to go, and Randolph County will probably try the same thing again. Yeah, they probably will. They'll probably just they might they might hand it off here, KJ. And it's a toss to Till, and Till's going to have to get out of bounds, and he does, and he loses about five yards, probably even more. Fevel knew that play was coming. Third and long, uh, they're going to mark that back. Let's see where they mark that back at. That, that's a huge loss on the play. It's going to bring up third and 12 from the 16. Five seconds to go. Uh, depending on what you call, we just seen the last field goal attempt. It ain't going to work. You can try to throw a quick screen and get out of bounds, but I think they just have one shot at it. I agree. They'll fake the run. He's in trouble. Fade pattern is there. And it is out of reach of Teal. Well, we uh, we see what Teal can't do, as that was in his hands. So, um, definitely not a fade guy to catch a fade. So, and there's .8 seconds left. Fourth and twelve. Let's see if they bring on the horrific field goal unit, or if they try to throw another fade pattern. I, I think they're just going to take one more shot at the end zone. I mean, their receivers tower over Fedville's DBs. You got a 20 to nothing lead, and your field goal unit is horrible. You get the football to start the second half. I think they just might. They may just run this. They fake it and then give it to Till. That play doesn't work. Fedville sniffed it out beautifully, and three goal line stops from the Fedville Wolves to end this half. Nothing doing on offense, but the defense finally shows up late. In the second quarter, Fedville is on the losing effort, 20 to nothing on the part of Randolph County right now. We'll update you with other scores, stats, and more from around the area when we come back to the halftime show on RadioAlabamaSports.net. Hey, this is Blake Farr from Area Real Estate. We're happy to announce we're expanding into the Alexander City and the Lake Martin area. For years, Area Real Estate has helped home buyers and sellers in Sylacauga. Now we look forward to offering the same friendly service to you. Check our website for listings at AreaRealEstateInc.com. Your area is Silicaga, the beautiful Marble City. Your area is Childersburg, the oldest city in the United States. Your area is Fayetteville, home of Lay Lake and Purcell Farms. Your area is Area Real Estate. When you're in need of a new home, Area Real Estate is there for you. Bill Farr and the group of agents at Area Real Estate are helpful, insightful, and take the weight off your shoulders in the home buying and selling process. Let the real estate company in your area work for you. Area Real Estate, online at arearealestateinc.com. Where do you see your home loan in 15 years? Now is a great time to take advantage of low mortgage rates at Coosa Pines Federal Credit Union. You may find that you can shorten the term of your loan, reduce your monthly payment amount, reduce lifetime interest expense, or cash out for home improvement. Apply online at coosapinesfcu.org or call the Coosa Pines Loan Department using option 5 at 256-378-5559 or talk to one of our mortgage experts. Coosa Pines FCU, equal housing lender, federally insured by NCUA, NMLS number 464059. What makes Garris Specialty special? Did you know Garris Pwn is the largest firearm dealer in Talladega County with one of the largest firearm selections? That's special. Garris Music has it all for the instrument enthusiast, guitars, drums, keyboards, and more. That's special. And Garris Tax Service will get you the most back on your tax return at the beginning of the year. Now that's special. 
Drop by Garrett Specialties today. You never know what you'll find. Garrett Specialties in Pond. Behind Pete's Feed and Seed on West 2nd Street in Sylacauga. Harvey's on Noble has it all for everyone. Harvey's is the perfect combination of a fine, family-friendly, hometown restaurant, and event venue for weddings, receptions, parties, and more. Harvey's on Noble, 280 North Anderson Avenue in Sylacauga. Have you started prepping for deer season? Oak Grove Feed and Tech has all the supplies that you need. Stock up on corn, seeds, or mixes, like their best-selling triple grip mix today. Oak Grove Feed and Tech, located on Highway 280, next to Vaden Toyota. The United States was built on the foundations of life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. Millions of people have defended these pillars of our democracy. Please remember the sacrifice made by these Americans and make time to register to vote and obtain a government photo ID so you too can vote on November 3rd. Voting is a sacred right. Sacrifices made by those who so bravely serve our country should never be forgotten. Register to vote at sos.alabama.gov. This is the Radio Alabama Sports Halftime Show on the Fayetteville Sports Network, presented by Radio Alabama Sports. Welcome back to the uh, halftime show, which we're kicking off now at the Federal High School Football Game of the Week on the Federal Sports Network, presented by RadioAlabamaSports.net. And uh, that last advertisement telling you to get out and vote, get out and vote indeed. Don't do the mail-in stuff because that is just going to be a total disaster. Make sure your vote is heard. Get out, go to the polls. They'll be following the uh, quote-unquote safety protocols, so at least you can you can feel safe while you're there. So. Um, definitely get out and vote because um, you know you, you you have that right. Get out and let your voice be heard. But Jacob, what do you think about the first half, man? I mean, ups and downs, but ultimately not where we want to be. Down twenty to nothing. Well, you go back, you look at the first quarter. The clock hit zero in the first quarter. It's six to nothing. So you know, I was thinking we have a chance here. You know, we're, we're keep we're going to keep it close. That's what it's going to look like. You know, that first quarter usually sets the tone, but. That second quarter is a tell of two quarters right there. Yeah, it is, Jacob. You know, if you're coming out of the half with a twelve nothing deficit versus twenty to nothing, you're that's a little bit of a difference and you just you just don't want to see twenty nothing, especially when you don't get the ball back after the half and the wolves are gonna have to get something going on offense because you can't have a goose egg on the scoreboard. Yeah, um I guess they're gonna to have to put their second stringers in if we're gonna score. Yeah, it's looking like. You know, Coach John Limbaugh, I really like what he's dialing up with the passing game. I've wanted him to pass more, and I'm glad he's doing that tonight. And uh, I think he's gonna that passing is gonna open up for the running game here in the second half. But um, you know, you look at the stats there, and they've almost quadrupled. Well, they, I know they've tripled our our total, almost quadrupled it. I mean, we just can't get anything going on offensive end. Meanwhile, they're just firing on all cylinders. Yeah, I'm going to run through them real, real quick. First for Randolph County, we're going to look at passing. They threw the ball one time. So, you know, you throw the ball one time, that that proves right there you're going to be a power run team. And 
293 yards on the ground, that that proves it all right there. Yeah, I mean, when you're you're running the ball with that much success, there's no reason to get away from it because your ball security's up. This team, it, like I said earlier, firing on all cylinders. They're looking good. They're looking clean. And, uh, you know, you may come in this second half, they might have their starters out by the time the fourth quarter rolls around. And, you know, if they've already had one game they didn't score on offense this year, let's, you know, they don't want to make that two uh, because then, you know, you're, the offense just has too much pressure because they're not performing, they're underperforming. What do they got to do to get out here in the second half and make something happen? We got to keep, you know, we're throwing the ball. I think this is the most we've thrown the ball all year. We've thrown it 15 times. We've completed, you know, almost half of those. We completed seven. But you're throwing the ball downfield. You think you need more than 80 yards in the passing game. Yeah, they've, you know, they've had a couple up moments on offense, but ultimately they've gotten themselves in the third and long situations, and it, it, just not the right play call at the right time. You know, they could easily be in this game right now, but a couple things haven't went their way. They're going to have to definitely get back to run the ball a little bit and stack that line against this offense of uh, Randolph County. I mean, they've shown they're going to run, that they're not going to pass that much. I say you put nine guys up, drop two back, and uh, see what happens, but. You know, it's just unacceptable being down 20 nothing. Your offense has got to do something. And Coach John Limbaugh can't let this continue. I think he we're going to come out in the second half and he's going to get a score, hopefully get a stop on that first drive to, to maybe get this game back within reach because this being the number one team in 2A, you come out there and make this a ball game, people are going to start having their eyes on you. Yeah, well, one thing I want to question, you know, we had the ball, I think it was fourth and five, fourth and six, you know, or fourth and six, fourth and seven, because a hard count went and got a first down. We go for it. You know, we we snap the ball to the up back and nothing going there. Against a defense like that, punt the ball away. Yeah, I had to say I agree that one. And then we faked that punt uh, earlier too. You know, you got you got to punt that ball right there. You you got to give it to them pin back because ultimately they're gonna score. You just want to delay their score, and that way they don't have as much time. Yeah, just right now, like I said, we, we need to keep passing the ball. I think we're doing really well on that. We're not really running the ball well. Yeah, no, we're not doing any of those things well. well we're going to take a quick break here, get a word from our sponsors who make all this possible. You're listening to the Halftime Report here from Farm Links Field on the uh, Federal Sports Network presented by RadioAlbumSports.net. We'll be right back. Harvey's on Noble has it all for everyone. Harvey's is the perfect combination of a fine, family-friendly, hometown restaurant, and event venue for weddings, receptions, parties, and more. Harvey's on Noble, 280 North Anderson Avenue in Sylacauga. Harvey's on Noble always has you in mind with live music and entertainment, weekly meal specials that you'll love, drink specials, and great service to ensure a great night. Harvey's on Noble, 280 North Anderson Avenue in Sylacauga. Harvey's on Noble is now open for courtyard and in-house dining at 50% capacity. They also still have curbside pickup and delivery if ordered Wednesday through Saturday between 4 and 7 p.m. Just call or text your order, 256-245-5173. Have you started prepping for deer season? Oak Grove Feed and Tech has all the supplies that you need. Stock up on corn, seeds, or mixes like their best-selling triple grip mix today. Oak Grove Feed and Tech, located on Highway 280, next to Vaden Toyota. Have you started prepping for deer season? Oak Grove Feed and Tech has all the supplies you need. 
Stock up on corn, seeds, or mixes like their best-selling triple grip mix today. Oak Grove Feed and Tech, located on Highway 280 next to Vaden Toyota. Have you started prepping for deer season? Oak Grove Feed and Tack has all the supplies you need. Stock up on corn, seeds, or mixes like their best-selling triple grip mix today. Oak Grove Feed and Tack, located on Highway 280 next to Baden Toyota. Renaissance Bank in Sylacauga has the best banking solutions for you. Checking, savings, and more. Opening an account is easy. Learn more by downloading the Renaissance Bank app. Renaissance Bank. Understanding As we you. celebrate 100 years of women's suffrage, we reflect upon a time when we could not register to vote nor hold public office. But now, we have the privilege of representing the people of Alabama in the state legislature. We must continue to educate and empower women because together, we can continue to shatter records and overcome barriers. Register to vote and obtain your photo ID so you too can exercise your right to vote on November 3rd. Register to vote at sos.alabama.gov. to Fayetteville High School Football on the Fayetteville Sports Network, presented by Coosa Pines Federal Credit Union. Now, back to the stadium. Welcome back to Farm Links Field, uh, site of the Federal Football Game of the Week on the Federal Sports Network, presented by RadioAlabamaSports.net, and uh, to kick it back at this halftime performance, let's go to a little bit of SEC football. See what we got going on this weekend. Jacob, hit us with those games, man. All right, first game, Alabama, Texas A&M. Alabama wins by a landslide. Texas a and is not really known for their defense, so Alabama wins easily. Uh, that's my upset pick of the week. I think uh, A&M comes in there sneaky. I think they get that, that win this weekend. They've been on the losing end to Alabama, and I think they break that streak, and they win by one point. Arkansas and Mississippi State love the Cowbells this weekend, and they're going to pull. They're going to win twenty-one ten. Woo! They put up forty-four on LSU, man. I, I, I say that they they get out of there with a forty-five seventeen victory. What? This is the hard one. Auburn, Georgia. Auburn, Georgia. Auburn, Georgia. The question is that quarterback for Georgia. I think that makes it difficult. They're not going to be uh, clicking all the way because those uncertainties. I think Auburn goes in there and they win the game by three points. War Eagle. Yeah, War Eagle. Um, that's all I can say, War Eagle. You know, Auburn looked good at times against Kentucky. They started out sluggish, pulled away in the second half. To beat Georgia and Athens, you're going to have to play a complete game. Keep that – well. Par partial crowd out of it because they're not going to pack it. Yeah, the COVID hoax. You know, they got all that stuff kind of on pause. I don't know what's up with that. But uh, what was that next one? We got Florida and South Carolina. I think Florida goes in there, and I think they just embarrass South Carolina. I think Will Muschamp's on the hot seat, and I think that'll really show this week as they'll get out to an 0-2 start. Florida will win the Muschamp Bowl this weekend. Yes, they will, and I think they'll win very decisively. Um Next up, who do we got? Uh, Kentucky versus Ole Miss. Ooh, Kentucky and Ole Miss, man. I think uh, I think Kentucky get, comes in there, and I think they get their first win of the year. Yeah, the lane train just ain't got rolling. They, they haven't got rolling yet, and it's not going to be this weekend either. Kentucky looked really good against Auburn last weekend. And I think they're going to build off of that and beat Ole Miss this weekend. Yeah, I agree. And then we got LSU and Vandy, I mean. 
Vanderbilt played good. Yeah, A&M, you know, they didn't play great against Vandy last week. Vandy kind of kept it close. So I'm, I'm going to go with um, LSU, but not by as much as you would think. All right, next up, LSU versus Vandy. Vandy's going to Vandy. You know, Derek Mason's not a good coach. He's not, ma- he's not made for the SEC. You know, that program, you know, they struggle every year. And I think this is going to, it's going to be the same case this year. LSU's going to play on emotion, you know, getting beat big by Mississippi State last week. LSU wins this one. Yeah, and then we got Mississippi, uh, excuse me, Missouri and Tennessee. Man, I think I think Tennessee's going to win that one pretty decisively. I don't think Missouri's got it cut out. Uh, you know, they, they didn't play great against Alabama, and Alabama's a mediocre team this year. Um, uh, from what I see, you know, I, so I, I think Tennessee wins it pretty good. Well, you know, I said in the coaches' show last week, Tennessee has really come along since the second half of the Alabama game last year, really. You know, at first – Jeremy Pruitt was a questionable hire. You know, they, you had other coaches out there that could have possibly done better, but right now it's looking like Jeremy Phillips was a good hire. Tennessee wins this weekend over Missouri. Yeah. No, I, I mean, I think that's a that's a good pick as well, and I think we got some more games on this week's uh, slate, if I can find them, because I kind of struggle with this. Because, you know, when you go on Google, they just – I don't know, man. Okay, so – this is October 3rd. We got TCU coming to Texas. I think Texas wins that one pretty decisively. Um, Pitt continues their winning streak. They get the win. Uh, Baylor-West Virginia, I think that'll be a good matchup. And I think Baylor actually go in there and get that win. Dana Holgerson, no longer West Virginia. I think that kind of that falls apart a little bit. Uh, trying to look at some more games. You know, North Carolina being sneaky up there at 12. I think they go into Boston College and look out. For that upset, I think Boston College might just pull that one off. Well, I got a quick score update. You know, in the NFL, you know, that Thursday night football, everybody said that two and I guess, three and three teams. I think both teams were 0 three. The score is 10 to 10, and there's five minutes left in there for anybody that cares about the NFL with all this going on right now. It's 10 to 10, about five minutes to go. The NFL is absolute garbage on their Thursday night games, dude. I don't think they've ever had a good matchup on Thursday night. Like, it is absolutely awful. I mean, they cannot just line up two good teams to play each other on Thursday night. It's absolutely atrocious. And and, and let me just, just say something about that. They ruined college football Thursday night by trying to make it about the NFL. College had way more competitive games on Thursday night than the NFL ever thought about having. I mean, you had those ACC mess, uh, matchups out of the Pac-12. You know, sometimes they would play Oregon would play Stanford. They were both ranked high on Thursday night. So uh, thanks again to the NFL for making things worse, as you always do, uh, football on Thursday night. So uh, we're going to take a quick break, get a word from our sponsor. We'll be back with the last segment of this halftime show. Uh, before we bring it back to the second half of action, you're listening to the Federal Football Game of the Week on uh, Federal Sports Network, presented by RadioAlabamaSports.net. We'll be right back. Hey, this is Blake Farr from Area Real Estate. We're happy to announce we're expanding into the Alexander City and the Lake Martin area. For years, Area Real Estate has helped home buyers and sellers in Sylacauga. Now we look forward to offering the same friendly service to you. Check our website for listings at arearealestateinc.com.
At Central Alabama Community College, you can be anything you wish to be. Don't put your future on hold and don't settle for less than excellence. We are Central Alabama Community College. Central to you. Central to your success. CACC.edu. Welcome back to the halftime show uh, at, here at Fayetteville. As, uh, now it's Blake's turn for a break, and me and Jacob will have some air time. So. Well, I've been frustrated with my with my color guy, Blake, just uh, give picks without me. So I guess me and you give our picks now since I wasn't here a part of it. All right, let me find it real quick. Here we go. We'll start at the top. Alabama takes a and Alabama wins by 14. Plus, look, well, I get it. Texas A&M has a lot of hype this year. Kellen Mond is a lot better, but it doesn't matter how good Texas A&M's offense is. They never play no defense, and that's why they always lose. Bama by 14. Arkansas and Mississippi State. This one might be closer than what people think for a while. I know every the hot pick is Mississippi State right now after watching what they did to LSU. But LSU was on a very bad rebuilding gear. Mississippi State looked very good. Costello threw for 600 yards. But Arkansas looked very good for three and a half quarters against a very good Georgia team. I think Arkansas keeps it close, but State wins in the fourth. Probably the biggest game in the country this weekend, Auburn, Georgia. You know, I'm not – I can't ever pick against them. I didn't pick against them when they were 3-9 and nine in the league. I'm not going to pick against them. Auburn wins in a very close game. I think Georgia comes out swinging, and I think Auburn finds a way to fire back. We haven't won at Georgia since the 90s, and I think that streak will end Saturday night at 7 o'clock. Yeah, it just doesn't seem right playing Georgia this early in the year. No, it's got me all kind of discombobulated. All right, Kentucky Ole Miss. This one, another close one. I, I, I feel I think Kentucky is going to get the win, but Ole Miss played a very good game against Florida after three and a half quarters last week. They'll do the same thing against Kentucky. I got Kentucky 35, I'll say 35-28. All right, I dubbed this while you were on break, the must champ bowl, Florida-South Carolina. Oh, we're going with a must champ bowl. I see. Florida, listen, South Carolina – they they looked decent against Tennessee, but they don't have any kind of offense. Muschamp's always a good defensive coach, but he don't have any offensive talent. Florida wins by about 40. But real quick, you know, I just thought about this. Steve Spurrier coached at both schools, too. He did. He sure did. Um, I think this is the last one, Tennessee versus Missouri. Tennessee and Missouri. I Tennessee, with a, with a very good win against South Carolina last week, we learned a lot about their defense when their offense didn't play good. I think they beat Missouri. Uh, I'll go with 35-10. to 10. All right, last one, LSU versus Vanderbilt. LSU and Vanderbilt. LSU is in the rebuilding year, but LSU could put their water boys out there and beat Vanderbilt. LSU 49, Vanderbilt 14. Yeah, I think, you know, LSU is going to play with a lot of emotion, and I have a belief when it comes to college football that some conferences keep some of the schools in those conferences for other sports, and Vanderbilt sat that to me when it comes to baseball. I think the uh, Vanderbilt's in the SEC because of baseball, Kentucky's in the SEC because of basketball, and you know Vanderbilt just historically does not have a good football program. They don't. Uh, uh, real quick, Jacob, as we as we talked about uh, what we think is going to happen in college, let's go back to Fedville. Uh, this game is sitting at twenty to nothing. But but you look at look at Fedville. First offense looked very good. The defense looked terrible. But to close the half, three straight defensive stands inside the ten yard line by the Fedville defense. 
Randolph County, I know they've they've looked okay on the four passes that they've thrown, but they're go- they went one for four. Really, on, when when they had it first and or second and ten on the ten yard line with no timeouts and ran the ball, I, I think it kind of spoke to their game plan that they're not going to throw the ball unless um, you just make them. And I think Fedville did a good job of making them in late in that second quarter. Jacob, they have to do that the rest of this game if they want a chance to win. Then another thing I think we need to do, keep keep going with the passing game. We're 7 of 15 for 86 yards in the passing game right now. I think we've improved on the passing game as the season's progressed. And against the number one team in the state, you having your best passing game so far, that, that speaks volumes to how much this offense has grown. Yeah, and you you talk about uh, seven, uh, you say a seven to 15 or eight to 15? Seven to 15. Well, and three of those incompletions were drops. I mean, you, we're about three or four plays away from having a couple of touchdowns on the board ourselves. So, once again, likewise to our matchup against Lynette, the score really doesn't speak to how good the game is played. Now, uh, we're not going to sugarcoat anything for you. Uh, Randolph County has absolutely ran Fedville into the dirt with with Till, but you give it all things considered. Near the end of that first half, Fedville Fedville really just stiffened their neck defensively, and I think Coach Reed is going to have to leave nine and ten guys on the line of scrimmage for the rest of this game. I, you simply cannot let those big tackles get uphill and give Teal the room to run. They, they can't be beaten that way, and, and they've shown that throughout the course of this year. Yeah, you play a power run team like Randolph County. I mean, you look you know, to our left, you look at Fayetteville, you look at what they have on Randolph County, just the size difference. But Fayetteville really hasn't backed down in the running game. I know I said earlier that Randolph County has 293 yards on the ground, but that really does not tell you, you know, this defense hadn't quit. They have not, and we're just about ready to kick the third quarter away. Fans are starting to pile their way back into the stands. A good good crowd for, for a game tonight, knowing that it was going to be a challenge the Wolves fans once again uh, showing their support to the football team. That's going to do it for the halftime show as we thank you to Jacob Bassett for stepping in and giving us some, giving us some good insight. Blake will be back up here in just a second. We'll take a quick break before we get the third quarter going. This is Federal Football on Radio AlabamaSports.net. is the third quarter of Fayetteville High School football brought to you by Radio Alabama Sports. Welcome back to Fayetteville High School and Fayetteville is getting ready to get the second half underway as Blake's making his way back up here. And Fayetteville kicking it off, Randolph County, and uh, a missed three missed opportunities, Blake, to be up 35 to nothing at halftime for Randolph County. But Fayetteville's defense really stiffened their neck at the end of that quarter. Yeah, they, you know, they went the whole entire first half not being able to really get any stops. We got two or three there uh, towards the end, and um, you know that goes a long way to making this game what it is now. Teal picks up the the football and he gets a good return, but. Boy, he he was belted on that sideline, and I don't know who made the tackle. I think it might have been Jacob Weiss, but that was absolutely textbook. 
That it was, KJ. And, you know, going back to th- this game could be much more out of hand than it is. And if the Wolves can get a stop here and get a score, you're looking at a game again. Absolutely. They're, they're within striking distance as they've been all year long in all of their losses. They've really not looked really bad in any one game, it, it, really, all things considered. Another jumbo backfield set as Randolph County will give it. This time it's 17 on the carry. Look at that big fullback run. Well, we, we talk about how Till carried the load. Right out of the gate, they change it up and give it to number 17. A big, big fullback. Uh, I think that was actually 77. That's Harley Johnson. I mean, they they just have so many weapons. He just uh, he powered his way up through there like a motorcycle. Like a motorcycle. And yeah. Oh, Harley. Oh, Harley. Man, first down and 10, new set of downs for Randolph County. We've said that quite a lot tonight. And one play later, they go back to Till. This time we get a hold. It's coming back as Till breaks about seven tackles to get – five or six yards, but it'll move things to first and 20 if the correct call was made. Yeah, that looks like it uh, was a block in the back holding. Just enough for him to call it, and Wolves catch a break once again this evening. Well, first and 20 uh, is what it's going to be marked to now, and, and I think right now if you're Coach Reed, this is, a, this is an area where you need to blitz three straight times. First and 20, you know they're not going to throw it to try to get it all back in one chunk. So you're, the chances of being deep are not very likely. you got to stack the box. You know that toss for Till or 34, uh, it goes up the middle. That, that That's their playbook right now, an occasional carry for 17. Yeah, you're right about that, KJ. I definitely stacked the box. That's like what Coach, uh, assistant coach Mark Reed's going to do here. And Looks Till, like it paid off. Till, uh Still got good yardage, but much better gain of only four or five this time than as opposed to 12 or 13. But they've still got to cut a few more yards off of that. If these five and six yard runs start turning into two and three yard runs, not only do you do you stay in the game, but you're wearing the offensive line out. And keep in mind, these guys play three linemen on both sides of the ball. They're not very deep up front. They've got a lot of big guys over there, but they don't play them all. Yeah, no, they don't do that, KJ. And uh, here's Till again, and another five yards, another right five. on the left, the left hash. And KJ, think holding another five yard, but you got to think this is definitely four down territory right here. If, if you're Randolph County, is ten minutes to go and ticking, and they're facing a very rare third and long. Uh, and if they don't get this on third and ten, they if they even get, full, I think four or five minimum. And bring it to fourth and five or six, they go for this. Yeah, I would have to say I agree. There would be no reason not to with the success that their offense offense has had. Absolutely. Third down and ten. We'll see what they go with the pass. They do. And they're holding terribly. We got a fade pass, and it's caught wide open. Touchdown. And I'm telling you what, we, we haven't talked about the officials a lot tonight. They've done a pretty good job, but. Our left end got drugged to the ground in a wide-open touchdown pass. Even with that hold, I don't know where his defender was. That's inexcusable to leave a man that wide open. Uh, I'd say I agree with you, KJ. And even if it was a missed call, I mean, if you look at it, we're already down three touchdowns. You know, it, it's not like it's a, it's a make-or-break kind of deal. You know what I mean? 
Well, 26 to nothing. They'll again try the extra point. Well, he got one. There we go. If at first you don't succeed, try again later. 27 to nothing is your new score. 9.43 to go in the third quarter. You're listening to Fable Football on the radio, alabamasports.net. Hey, this is Blake Farr from Area Real Estate. We're happy to announce we're expanding into the Alexander City and the Lake Martin area. For years, Area Real Estate has helped home buyers and sellers in Sylacauga. Now we look forward to offering the same friendly service to you. Check our website for listings at arearealestateinc.com. At Central Alabama Community College, you can be anything you wish to be. Don't put your future on hold and don't settle for less than excellence. We are Central Alabama Community College. Central to you. Central to your success. CACC.edu. to Fayetteville High School Football on the Fayetteville Sports Network, presented by Coosa Pines Federal Credit Union. Now, back to the stadium. Welcome back to Fayetteville and Randolph County just increased their lead to 27 to nothing as they're set to kick it off. This is Till. Onside squib kick. Fayetteville can't cover it. They finally do. Wow. And boy, oh boy, I tell you, Fayetteville, <laughs> we got a player, number 35, that just laid out some frustration. <laughs> That's Billy Helm. He just went up and creamed and up back. Hey man, I mean, go for it, dude. I mean, down twenty-seven to nothing. All is legal. <laughs> well, I don't know about that. Uh, I'm just kidding. I'm not encouraging uh, bad sportsmanship. I'm just kind of playing around and beautiful Thursday evening. But one thing I'm not looking forward to is having to stay out late and get up in the morning and go to work. I know that feeling. First down and ten for. The Federal Wolves, they give it on a jet sweep, and he's cut down immediately. We got a flag thrown. Uh, it's either a hold or an offsides. Yes. That was Camden Keaton. We haven't called his name a lot, to, a lot tonight. Second and 14 as we await the penalty flag. Penalty flag on the play. Hold on the offense. But we held, we held them, and we still couldn't get positive yards. They declined the penalty and take the down and distance. So when Fedville's having the struggles that they're having, that's not that's not a bad move. Yeah. Second and fourteen for the Wolves. Let's see what they four on the play. The Loach, two receivers to each, two-step drop. Here's one out. It's caught by the Loach, and pretty good. Pretty good pass that time over the zone. Going to bring up a third and about seven. Yeah, that brings up third medium, but you, you, you got to think, KJ, this is probably two down territory right now. I mean, you're down where you are at. You might as well just, just go for it. Well, you got nothing to lose at this point. 9-11 to go in the game. If they were able to get a score here and get some stops, still not all the way dead yet, but their offense has not helped them out. And they shovel one ahead. Pretty good play that time, and they get close to a first down with number 38, Camden Keaton. 
He's yeah. going to be about three yards short, but I like that play call. Yeah, you know, they actually got a little few, a few more yards than what it appeared to be there. Uh, so, so that's always a plus. Right up there now, it's only a fourth and one uh, versus a fourth and six or five, you know, if you only get a couple yards. Let's see what they do here. KJ's going to line up in the shotgun again. Not a whole lot of dose of Richie this evening. Which is unusual for this team. Well, they know the size of this defensive line as they line Richie up for the Wildcat. Fakes one way, goes back the other, and that didn't fool anyone. No, he was put down real quick. Number 33, Brady Richie. Not sure what the play call was there. Uh, fourth and one. I, I don't. I don't know why you don't just line the loach up and just let him plow over in the middle. As we get some score updates from. Our man that does everything behind the scenes, Jacob Bassett, 21-14, Childersburg on top of Beulah at the end of the third quarter. Good deal. Good for Childersburg. Good uh, confidence building, momentum uh, building win if they can get that one done. And remember, last week of the season, Childersburg comes here. And you took the words right out of my mouth. Yeah, that's going to be a good game, KJ. I'm looking forward to that. Both teams kind of having so-so seasons this year, but I I think that's going to be a good one to, to end the season with. Absolutely. First and ten. For Randolph County, tossed to Till around the left. Two yards, three yards, pretty well played by Fizzle that time. For the first one, one of the first times tonight, they, they held that very minimal gain. Uh, you hadn't seen that very many times this evening, KJ. That was, that was uh, definitely a very rare occurrence for the Wolves to hold Teal down, and I'd like to, at the end of the game, Coach Phillips, give us some stats on him and the amount of yards he's had on carries. They leave it with Teal off the right, one cut up the field, and he's got a first down. He's so patient. He doesn't try to hit it all at once. He waits for his blocks to happen. Teal is a second-level ball player, and he won't go to a community college either, my friend. He's He's got to be getting, drawing some looks from some from some big names. He's got everything you want. He can pass protect. He can catch. He can. He, he's very patient, and then he's got the speed and agility. Uh, for sure, KJ. And I mean, um, you know, I don't know what he's averaging yards per carry, but it's got to be about seven or eight at this point. At very least. Uh, here's a first and ten. Uh, leave it with their fullback, and Fedville did good this time. And it took about half the football team to get it. And it is 16 to 16 right now. Calmer and Horseshoe Bend with about eight minutes and 30 seconds to go in the fourth quarter. And uh, again, there's a shocker. It's Fevel just kind of easily wrote a victory on that one, from what I understand, against those guys. And uh, Calmer's struggling right now. We'll see what happens with that. I'd like to be tuning in that game because it sounds like they got a good one going on over there. Well, Fedville didn't easily win against Horseshoe Bend, but the defense dominated. Only two points put up on the board, and that was, of course, on the safety. But um, Fedville moved the ball. We had close to 300 yards of offense that game, but just couldn't get it done in the red zone. And yep. here's a here's a handoff to Till, and this time Fedville reads that pretty well. No gain on the plate. Third down and, and long, and that's a that's another rare occurrence tonight. Yeah, it looks like they might get their their uh, first stop. Really, one of their first stops this evening. I mean, those other ones were kind of flukes, but this one is is one of the first ones they'll hold them. Till is out. Their backup Wilson, number six, had a pretty good one in himself as well. 
smaller guy, but definitely has the the uh, light of foot. Third down and eight. They give it with Wilson. One cut, another one. Breaks a tackle, close to a first down, and I think he's going to have it. Yeah, that was a pretty good gain right there. And uh, Well, they're going to mark him about a yard short. Uh, fourth and one, and, and you know they're they're not, not, no. there's not any question. The offense doesn't even think about coming off the field. No, they're definitely not going to send the field goal kicker out for that one. Well, if he couldn't, if he couldn't boot one in from 15 and then the extra points, uh, it's a no-go from 35. Yeah, that is for sure, uh, KJ, no doubt about that one. Now, fourth and one, and I believe they sneak Till back into the ball game. And yep. They'll probably just run the quarterback. Well, they run with the fullback, and he crashes over the right, and I believe he's going to have his first down with relative ease. He needed one. He got three. Yeah, about five minutes and 23 seconds uh, left to go here in the third quarter. Randolph County still up big, 27 and nothing. And, and, you know, not to make any excuses because this Wolves team just has not played well defensively tonight, but you can tell they're really missing Dakota Ogle and Seth Limbaugh. That you can for sure. And Luke White in the secondary, let's not forget. And here's a good open field tackle made on the line of scrimmage, and that play got maybe two. Well, there's a, and he barely got a yard. Well, yeah. That was Hagen on the carry, and Hagen was met in his tracks by the defensive line. 4.44 to go in the third quarter, and this one 27 nothing Randolph County, and Randolph County really controlled this game from start to finish. Some good moments from Fayetteville on offense, but just can't really get nothing going. That they couldn't, KJ. and uh, Teal up the middle and breaks a tackle, stretches out. Even on that, when he's held to minimal gain, he still gets four yards. He just finds yardage no matter what call he's got. That's something that really has, I'm sure, the scouts salivating over him. Can you get four yards when you only have one or two? Because on the second level, as we can all attest to this, as passionate college football fans, every yard counts. That it does, KJ. When you got a bat that can fall forward, it makes a heck of a difference when you're playing in college and NFL. Oh, that was, that was a touchback, KJ. It's third and five. They give it to Till on the toss. If the, if he stepped out of bounds before he he reached, they're gonna mark him out at the one. But if but if if he I thought he he fumbled that into the goal line. I don't think he stepped out of bounds. But they're not even thinking about that. And Limbaugh is Coach Limbaugh is definitely talking to him about that. And if so, that was a horrible, just awful call because they missed that. One. That was obviously back out of the end zone. Not that it's you know it's kind of not going to make a huge difference, but I mean it, every little bit helps, you know. But um, haven't made very many bad calls this evening. So so they call him out of bounds at the one. Missed with that one there, but twenty-seven to nothing. Looking for more is Randolph County. Powers his way in. Does number thirty-four. Hey, touchdown. Randolph County. Wonder if they got enough bravery to send that field goal kicker back out there. You know, I, I think they would probably have more success sending the offense back out there and having the quarterback free kick one through the upright. Yep. And that's not even allowed. 
33-0, the new score. Fedville with an injured man down. It looks like that's number 12, Cadence Barrett. Actually, it's 18, Jacob Weiss. And Weiss, an important player for the Wolves on both sides of the ball. They're already down Seth Limbaugh and Dakota Ogle, so hopefully he can get back out there. 3.46 to go until the fourth quarter, and it's all Randolph County at this point. 33-0. Extra point is up, and... Actually, that actually looked okay. Uh, he's made his last two. Maybe he had a FaceTime from his girlfriend at halftime, and now he's more inspired. 34 nothing, 346 to go in the third quarter. What makes Garrett Specialty special? Did you know Garrett's Pwn is the largest firearm dealer in Talladega County with one of the largest firearm selections? That's special. Garrett's Music has it all for the instrument enthusiasts, guitars, drums, keyboards, and more. That's special. And Garrett's Tax Service will get you the most back on your tax return at the beginning of the year. Now that's special. Drop by Garrett's Specialties today. You never know what you'll find. Garrett's Specialties in Pond. Behind Pete's Feed and Seed on West 2nd Street in Sylacauga. Have you started prepping for deer season? Oak Grove Feed and Tech has all the supplies that you need. Stock up on corn, seeds, or mixes, like their best-selling triple grip mix today. Oak Grove Feed and Tech, located on Highway 280, next to Vaden Toyota. Welcome back to Fedville as Randolph County just running it up on the wolves right now, 34 to nothing, and they've looked, they've made it look easy on both sides of the ball, really, guys that they have kj but i'm gonna tell you i don't think we'll experience one as bad as that real town game last year oh, was no when when i found out that real town was not on our schedule this year i let out a big sigh of relief because i think they only graduated three or four ball players so that was uh that was a tough one right there i mean it wasn't the final like 63 to 14 something like that to that nature is i don't know why Randolph County is is lining up for an onside kick, maybe because they can barely make an extra point. I really hope that's the reason because you're up 34 to nothing. You don't have a reason to be onside kicking it. But Unless you're trying to be like B.B. Comer, man. I went to their game last week. They, they were faking field goals at the end, running out of bounds instead of letting the clock roll, and I was like, dang, you know, I mean. Well, those guys – hear the trash talk there was probably something said and and they uh they took their aggression out as a result yeah as they did against Fedville last year when there was some trash talk between us and they were able to easily beat us at home yeah they did you know after Fedville returned that kickoff for a touchdown there really wasn't anything going after that no there wasn't second down and seven the loach is able to find believe Cadence Barrett for a gain of about three. Deloach had Barrett over the middle, decides to run for it instead, and he's hit out of bounds, but he was already out of bounds right at the first down marker. I think they're going to give him the first down. Uh, he had Cadence Barrett over the middle, but they, he decided to pull it down. Yeah. Oh, my. They marked him out of bounds a yard short. I don't know what's going on with this with these down and distances, but that's really the one thing. The flags have been pretty called pretty good, but they have had several bad spots tonight. That they have is three minutes to go in the third. Third and one, down. and we're going to throw it with Barrett. Makes a man miss. He's got the first down and more. Finally tackled down by about three Tigers out of bounds. 
Yep. There's uh, 256 to go. The Wolves down 34 to nothing. That was actually Zeke Deloach. Zeke Deloach has been Fedville's best player tonight, in my opinion. Yeah, he's played quite well. Um, you still got to think, you know, missing uh, Dakota Ogle and Luke White's really hurting them this evening. Yeah, for sure. Deloach tried to fake it, dropped the ball. He was, I think he was able to get back on it, and he went to fake that handoff and just dropped it. Those things happen, though. Yeah, I mean, sometimes you're just going to have that. I mean, there's no way around it. But There's, I mean, those things are going to happen, but some of them are just inexcusable, like Clint Mosley against Ole Miss. If you're a true Auburn fan, you remember the 2012 Auburn team that went 3-9, and nine, and Clint Mosley was the starting quarterback, and then it was Kyle Frazier. Oh, boy. Yeah. I dreaded waking up to watch games as Deloach tries to run a quarterback draw and he is tackled down very low and awkwardly and he gets up kind of woozy after that one. And uh, just got news that Comer went up 24 to 16. So obviously they went for two because they can't kick worth a darn. <laughs> That's one thing they don't have going for them there. But, uh, well, them like this Randolph County team tonight. Third down and 20. For the Wolves, need something deep from the bag of tricks right here. They show blitz, they back out of it, pass over the middle, no receiver anywhere in sight, and that will bring up fourth down and 20. Oh, if you're coaching Lombardi, you punt it here, you just chunk it deep, and it looks like they're sending Levi Phillips out. Look at Levi chunk it deep. Levi can throw. If he can throw as good as he can punt, I'm all for it, man. That joker can... He can kick a football. I mean, he's going to have the likings of some, some schools at the next level looking at him. Absolutely, and I was just joking, but, I mean, why not try it? As they nearly blocked this one, but Levi gets it away. Wobbly kick. It takes a federal bounce. Till will do the wise thing and let it roll. Inside the 20, almost to the 10, about the 15-yard line. Yeah, we got about a minute and 32 seconds. So clock stoppage due to the punt. Wolves down 34 nothing. You know, KJ, they've already had a game this year where they didn't score any on offense. This team hasn't scored over 16 points the whole season. Well, excuse me, last week, or two weeks ago against Vincent, but this team definitely got to get something rolling on offense because they've not been getting the ball rolling, and, and you can't win games without scoring. Offense wins games. Of course, defense wins championships, but not if you don't have offense to score. Absolutely. The offense has just been hard to come by tonight. And I think you got to credit this defensive unit from uh, Randolph County as they leave this one with the fullback. And look at how fast he moves. That guy is huge, KJ. That and I believe that eight. was number – was it number eight, Austin Terrell, number nine, Markel Lee? Nope, that was Austin Terrell. And uh, I'd, I'd just get out of the way of that jogger running. He's a big old boy. They got four or five that can really run the ball. They give him, they give him uh, only. Let's see. Well, they they say first down now. Yeah, we're down to a minute and ticking left to go in this third. I mean, he is huge. He's at least six foot two fifty, a solid muscle. And now they give it to fourteen on the carry. Nothing going there on that one. 
That was a new running back at that time. We don't have a 14 on their roster. No gain on the play. Second down and 10 with 40 well, seconds left. Well, hum diddly dee. It kind of makes it a little difficult to see those players uh, to call them out when we don't have a number for their roster. Maybe a JV kid they pulled up or something. If that's a JV kid, oh, man, I bet their JV team won every game by 70 points. Yeah. These guys are absolutely huge. You know, when you talk about JV, it reminds me of this one time when Fevel played Winterboro on JV, and one of the kids drove up in his car and came out and played. And I was like, well, I don't think that's legal. But <laughs> either way you look at it, if he was <laughs> if he was able to drive to the game, then then he wasn't doing it legally, or either he wasn't playing legally because he could drive. And it's so uh, I don't know what was going on there, but I remember a buddy of mine that played was telling me about that. No gain on the – fullback dive is going to bring up a third and team when we come back all randolph county 34 nothing over federal we'll be right back with federal football right after this where do you see your home loan in 15 years now is a great time to take advantage of low mortgage rates at coosa pines federal credit union you may find that you can shorten the term of your loan reduce your monthly payment amount reduce lifetime interest expense or cash out for home improvement apply online at coosa pines fcu.org or call the coosa pines loan department using option 5 at 256-378-55 or talk to one of our mortgage experts. Coosa Pines FCU, equal housing lender, federally insured by NCUA, NMLS number 464059. As we celebrate 100 years of women's suffrage, we reflect upon a time when we could not register to vote nor hold public office. But now, we have the privilege of representing the people of Alabama in the state legislature. We must continue to educate and empower women because together, we can continue to shatter records and overcome barriers. Register to vote and obtain your photo ID so you too can exercise your right to vote on November 3rd. Register to vote at sos.alabama.gov. Like a good neighbor, State Farm Albie Steers is there for all of your insurance needs. Home, car, boats, and more. Whatever it is, State Farm agent Albie Steers in Sylacauga has you covered. You're listening to Fayetteville High School Football on the Fayetteville Sports Network. Presented by Coosa Pines Federal Credit Union. Now, back to the stadium. Welcome back to Fedville as we come back into the fourth quarter. Uh, guys, this one's uh, pretty much almost decided, but now is where you find out the heart of your football team. 34 yep. to nothing. Third down and 10 coming up for Randolph County. We'll yeah. see what Fable can do. You know, they say it ain't over till the fat lady sings. Well, let me tell you something, KJ. She's warming up somewhere because this one's just about over. She's going to Walmart and, and buying the microphone and the batteries right now. Oh, no, she's already warming up, KJ. 34 in the fourth quarter would be some kind of high school record. Well, I've seen crazy things happen. St. Alabama make a field goal, yes. Randolph County runs it on third and ten, and it doesn't get anything. Oh, boy. Fedville will finally get a fourth down, a fourth, third down stop. And Childersburg is added to their fourth quarter lead. 6.33 to go, 35-14 to 14 over Beulah. Wow. Good win for the Tigers, no doubt. That will bring their win total to two, I do believe. 
Two and three, not bad for a first-year head coach through the first half of the season. What an incredible guy Johnny Johnson is. Thing, he worked wonders for their football, for their basketball team. Just give him some time with that football team. I'm telling you, they're going to be good. Yeah. As Randolph County will rush to run down the punt. punt it's going to be bone dead, dead about the 30 or 41 yard line where the Federal Wolves will take over. First and 10, Evan Baker. Really haven't seen a lot of Evan Baker tonight, and I wonder why that is. Not real sure. I, I, he might be nursing an injury or something. We haven't seen a whole lot of him in the past couple games. I don't know um, what that's for. Uh, kind of confused on that one, but nonetheless. There's a lot of wounded wolves. Chance Owens also not sitting up tonight. See him sitting over there on the trainer's table. But really, Luke White and Dakota Oakland not being in here hurts this offense. That it does. Zeke Deloach trying to make something happen, and he had three people with the wall off. Fevel had one man out there trying to block like three or four, and that, that's just not going to get it done. Loss of two will be second and 12 from the 41. You know, not to look forward two years or, so, or two years or anything like that, but who do you think will take over that QB position when, when Pacey is to graduate? If he continues to improve in the right direction, his pitching background will help. Hunter Hammonds might just have the job. I didn't think about that. That that very well could be. But he does play good on his other positions, so maybe somebody that could be not even on the varsity team yet because, you know, two years a long ways away. You could have an, an eighth grader that steps in, and I don't know any of the eighth graders, but you never know. I think Federal's just trying to get this one. Uh, gone as quick as possible as Richie. They're, they're just running the clock, the ball now. Another loss of two. And bring up third and 15 for the Wolves. Might just run this thing again, guys, and punt it back. Maybe they'll throw. Looks like Deloach will throw. Well, he scampers. Now just chuck it across the field, and nobody's there, and it's intercepted. Running it back is... Number two for Randolph County. On that interception was Zach Caldwell. Well, and uh, what about 9.43 left to go before the half? I mean, excuse me, before the end of the game, the uh, Wolves are down 34 nothing. This is a visit in Randolph County, uh, who's played quite well tonight. Uh, Felva did catch a couple breaks because this game could – Easily be 50 to nothing, but uh, it's only 34 nothing at this point, so take what you can get. And it's been off the feet of one player. It's been off the feet of Jeremy Till. You take Till and Wilson out of this game, it could be a much different ball game right now. Well, and you you called it, Blake, and Randolph County, a very classy team. They've got, a, they've got all backups in the game now. Uh, different offensive lineman, new quarterback in the game, I believe, is number six, Jonathan Wilson. New running back into the game. That was number, looked like number seven, Willie Kidd Jr. Emptying his bench up 34 to nothing, saving his guys for next week. Not sure who they play. Maybe Jacob can find that for us. Jacob just, Jacob just does it. And yeah. Anything we ask him to do, he's on it. And wow, so Randolph County will actually play Vincent next week, so they'll have a 
That might be a pretty good game, closer than what some people think. This yep. time, Kidd is met in his tracks. Loss of, yep. loss of about a half a yard, third I mean, down and eight. I didn't see Comer struggling against Horseshoe Bend as they had this evening. I didn't see that one coming. Well, and Jacob can attest to this. Horseshoe Bend is not bad defensively. I mean, they, they really make things tough for Fedville once they cross the 30. And they've got a couple of good running backs. But Fedville just pitched a perfect game plan defensively with Dakota Ogle and Blake Ritchie. Yep, and one of those guys they actually don't have this evening. So. Third down and seven, Kid is going to be drugged down after about maybe two or three. Bring up about fourth and four. Fourth and five, Randolph County may just line up and run it again. Or, oh, they'll, they'll punt it. Deloach back to return. Classy move by this Randolph County team. I mean, I haven't seen any unsportsmanship out of them, and it's always cool when you you know you play a game when everybody's being respectful and having class. Yeah, I think the onside kicks are just because they, they can't they they don't have a kick. yeah because you don't see them just running trying to get it either. Pretty good punt, fair caught by Zeke Deloach, just outside of. The 15 will spot it at about the uh, 22 yard line. The Wolves will take over first and 10. You know, KJ, one thing, you know, kind of off subject, but I wonder why the Big Ten even decided to play football if they're not even kicking off till mid October. Who knows? I don't know what the Big Ten's thought process were. Frankly, frankly, I don't care because they they don't have very many teams this year that are going to be any good other than Ohio State and Michigan. Same story every year. Well, Penn, Penn State. State. Penn State's had a few good years. The Loach will try to throw. It's high but caught. And a broken tackle, another broken tackle by Cadence Barrett is other side of the ball now emptying his bench as well. Some new guys in there defensively for the Tigers as um, they finally get Barrett after eight. Really should have been about a three-yard game, but Cadence, Cadence is really growing. He's been he's been the improved player this year. Yes, yes, he has. I mean, he's stepped up on the Wolves needing him when they've been missing key guys. So, seven nineteen to go in the game. Deloach drops back, fires over the middle, tipped and intercepted. Boy, well, that was just a good play by Wilson. Yep. What a play by Wilson. Good good concentration, a hand-eye coordination there. But Not a bad pass to Zeke DeLoach. He no. just jumped around. No, no, it hasn't. KJ, the other day I was actually looking up some of the worst, historically worst football teams, um, and some of those that appeared surprisingly Kansas, the University of Kansas, was not on that list. Well, I guess it's just been recently. Uh, the worst teams it was saying was Indiana. Uh, and Northwestern, and uh, what, what was some of the – oh, Kansas State. With, if you take out Bill Snyder, that program it was just awful. And, um, well, and Northwestern had its good moments too in the, in the early 2000s. I know they were good the year that Auburn played them in the Outback Bowl. I think that was 08, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, Pat and Fitzgerald's doing a pretty good job with them right now too. But they just – haven't historically lived, you know, ever lived up to expectations, and I don't know, man. It's just some programs, their success isn't on the football field. You look at a team like Duke, 
they've never been that great either. I mean, they're pretty decent okay now. But they, The last two or three years, they've actually been very uh, very improved. They, they looked good against Notre Dame for the majority of that game. Yeah, and um, especially when they had Daniel Jones there. He was a fairly – Fairly good quarterback, but they had receivers too. But I, I'm gonna I'm gonna give another assignment to, to Jacob Bassett, Northwestern and Auburn in 2007 or eight. Who was the guy that had the 102 yard pick six return for touchdown? Believe believe he was number one or number seven. Walt McFadden. There it goes. Walt McFadden. I remember that was the, one of the first football games I watched as a kid, and my dad was going absolutely crazy. Uh, he he got he got chewed out by Gene Chiswick when he hit the sideline because after he did that he did the high step from the twenty yard line to the end zone. Wait, wouldn't that have been Tommy Tuberville? I don't I don't because think if, so. I think that was Chiswick's first year. Because I think Chiswick came in in uh, two thousand nine. It was either oh eight or oh nine. I'm not I'm not I'm not sure, but I know it was Gene Chiswick because I remember seeing Gene Chiswick chew him out and. Yeah, it was Chiswick because Chiswick's first year was uh, Darvin Adams' freshman year at Auburn. Yeah, Darvin because Adams was a freshman that year. Uh, Tuberville's last year at Auburn, I believe, was when they got routed 36 to nothing by Bama, and that was in 08. So I guess yeah. that game was probably in 09. Yeah. Well, yeah, I've talked about Northwestern. And I'll tell you, you talk about Kansas. Well, they don't really <laughs> recruit for football because uh, look at what that basketball team has done. Yeah. Them, UCLA, Louisville, Duke, North Carolina, Kentucky. None of those. None of those schools really have successful uh, uh, football programs. Yeah, true. But you know, Kentucky had that ten win season a couple years ago. North Carolina very improved this year too. That was actually going to be Auburn's week one game. And here's a fullback run, and he's got the corner, and I think he may go, guys. Yep. He's touchdown. gone. Touchdown for. Randolph County as the backups get a touchdown. You know, um, I think Les Miles was a good, good hire for Kansas. I feel like he'll have that program solid eight, nine win seasons uh, in the near future. Untouched touchdown for Willie Kidd Jr. And you know what? We never want to see the score being ran up, but it's not like they were trying to run it up. I mean, this is what they've done all night, just run the ball. I mean, yeah. They're not throwing it deep. Uh, they're just executing flawlessly right now. And um, it's the backup in there. Uh, very impressed with this Randolph County team on both sides of the ball. Not had to throw it at all. I'm going to tell you something. The two tackles that they have, left tackle and right tackle, probably the two best tackles that I've seen come through high school football live and in quite some time there yes till is a very good running back but there was times where there wasn't even a defender in the area until he was seven yards down the field the offensive line for this team is is what uh hinges their success absolutely kj i couldn't agree more and you know a lot of times that those guys are underappreciated and so bb comer actually just won 24 to 16 against horseshoe bend uh good win for those guys up and coming there Comer's only lost one game, and that was still Lynette, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, they got just blown out against Lynette. And I, I feel like they'll probably lose to Randolph County. I see them getting in that three seed um, in the playoffs. And it's insane to think of B.B. Comer as a three seed 
when how good they are this year. That's that's two A football in this in this region and cross region. It's it's incredible. The talent in, in these two regions is is just outstanding. Yeah, I feel like Comer will probably make it to the second or third round of the playoffs, but I don't see them in state championship. Uh, you know, I don't see them there, but definitely second or third round for sure. Well, I'll tell you this about maybe Comer. If they can ever stabilize their offensive line and be consistent. And Raphael Johnson has clean holes all night. Raphael Johnson just might win uh, player of the year in 2A in Alabama. I mean, he's up there. He He's like top, I believe, top three or four, if I'm not mistaken. Raphael Johnson is an incredible running back and, and has been. And I, and I say this all the time as we'll keep it here. Raphael Johnson, my first game I ever did for Radio Alabama was Horseshoe Bend and B.B. Comer scrimmage four years ago. And Raphael Johnson was an eighth grader on that team. And this was the battle years in B.B. Comer with, with, Coach, with Coach Battles. And they had two or three running backs get hurt. One of them was, didn't even come to the game, I don't think. And he put Raphael Johnson in. And they were backed up on their 10-yard line. And Horseshoe Ben actually won the game like 34-7. to But Raphael Johnson's first ever high school carry went 90 yards untouched on a left, on a left side toss for a touchdown. And I remember being on the sideline saying, that kid's going to be special. That was the first touchdown I ever called in football. And looking at what he is now and what he's grown up to be, he's, he's incredible. Yeah. Incredible young man, too. His mom actually works with me and Jacob at Bluebell. Uh, that's, that's a good family, and, and he will definitely do things on the next level. Yeah, no, for sure. Good player there. and feel like probably one of the, the best players on that team, no doubt. I mean, definitely when I was there last week, Definitely got plenty of calls and definitely performed well. Well, here it's 41 to nothing, and, and really, Fedville has made some mistakes, but, but really it's been more about what Randolph County has did. Guys, sometimes you you just play a better football team, and, and, I, and I think Randolph County is just a step above the rest of this region in 2A. I don't know if Randolph County and Lynette are going to play, but – uh, I think Randolph County might beat Lynette. Yeah, that, they're definitely solid one and two seeds. Uh, I'd love to go to that game, too, if we didn't have to call this game. we I, I would try to go watch that game. Yeah. Both teams very run heavy. They run the Wildcat now with Richie. Richie makes a couple men miss and then just dives ahead for a couple yards. 6.45 going, ticking still. Pebble, that goose egg. Picks up two yards. How many points did Fevel score last week? What, 34? Yeah, 41-34, if I'm not mistaken, yeah. was the final in that game. Remember, they had 20, 20 of it at halftime. Yeah. Wildcat with Richie again, it seems like. They'll fake the toss sweep to Bryant, and Richie will crack ahead for one, maybe two more yards, bringing up a third and yeah. about yeah. seven. You know, KJ, this Fevel offense just once again underperforming. I mean, you look, first game of the year they score 16. Then they score 14, you know, uh, against Horseshoe Bend. They score four uh, and then 34, then another zero. I mean, they've got two games where they haven't even scored, you know. So this one isn't over yet, don't get me wrong. But 
You, you just can't play like that and expect to be in contention. Richie's going to pass, and he tries to hit DeLoach, and that's been a catch. interference. And DeLoach would have would have caught that football. And Brady Richie's pass incomplete intended for pass. Oh, they're the still trying to, to move the football and you know, not afraid to throw it. They let Richie throw the ball several times this year. Most of them have, most of them have been pretty accurate. Yeah, that they have, KJ. They've been very accurate. I don't know what the discussion is about. The flag was thrown in the secondary. There's also one at the line of scrimmage. They're going to get us for holding and then pass interference, so they'll offset, and it'll be third and seven. Uh, know about all that now. Richie will check out. Well, no, he'll just go get the play from Coach Limbaugh. They'll let him run that wildcat for a little bit. Speaking of Wildcats, Auburn beat a bunch of Wildcats last Saturday. Looked good in the second half, didn't we? Yeah, they did. Kentucky looked pretty okay, too. I mean, Kentucky's not to much improved. Deloach on third and nine trying to step up and throw, and he is drilled, and somebody fell on his upper body. Hope he's okay. And Childersburg just laid a whipping on Bulow with a final of 42-14. to 14, so. Wow, so Childersburg and Comer victorious here. Not the same amount of luck as the Wolves will once again send on the punt unit. Yep. Five minutes to go in the game. 41 nothing is the score. Probably see a lot more of what we've seen the past few minutes, and that's uh, running. Boy, run heavy. Levi Phillips will boot it away. Good end-over-end kick and a fair catch caught about the 35-yard line with Wilson. Oh, that's where uh, Randolph County will take over, 41-0. We will step aside and have a word from our sponsors. We'll be back with football after this. The following is a presentation of Radio Alabama Sports. This broadcast is copyrighted by Radio Alabama for the private use of our audience. Any other use of this broadcast descriptions or accounts of the game. Marble City. Your area is Childersburg, the oldest city in the United States. Your area is Fayetteville, the home of Lele and Priscilla Farms. Your area is area real estate. When you're in need of a new home, area real estate is there for you. Bill Farr and the group of agents at area real estate are helpful, insightful, and take the weight off your shoulders in the home buying and selling process. Let the real estate company in your area work for you. Area Real Estate, online at arearealestateinc.com. Area Real Estate is the obvious choice when you're in the home buying and selling process in Silicaga and the surrounding area. Area Real Estate agents take you step by step, relieving you of stress and helping you find the perfect home. Area Real Estate online at arearealestateinc.com. to Fayetteville High School Football on the Fayetteville Sports Network, presented by Coosa Pines Federal Credit Union. Now, back to the stadium. Welcome back to a second and seven handoff for number 14 for the Tigers, and that's the man we don't have a name for, and he barrels ahead for no gain. Third and seven coming up. First run went for three. I'm going to assume that's either Bryant, Bryant Thrower, Patrick Gordon, because we don't have numbers for those. So, either Thrower or Gordon there, and I'm not very sure which one is which there. Uh, Wilson will come back in and get the call. Wilson played backup running back. He starts at safety, and he 
throws it around a little bit too and runs the well runs the offense I should say they don't do much throwing it around well well why would you when you have the running success that they have had tonight absolutely well they leave it in the belly of the fullback and he powers ahead close to his first down that Man. was number 34. looks like they'll move those chains to a first down kj hagan bailey picks up the first Three minutes to go and ticking. Wolf still down 41 nothing. Still got that goose egg on the scoreboard. And, and uh, haven't gotten any points since the fourth quarter of last week. So they're going to have to make something happen quick if they want to change it. 250 to go in the, in the game. First and 10 for Randolph County. They'll... Just take their time getting every count in. The play clock is at five. Try to go back and make that long drive home victorious. And another good carry for fullback number 34, Hagen Bailey. It's like, I think that was number 32, 32 Skylar Holt. Well, they've had about seven guys carry the ball tonight. Yeah. Most, most all of them have went pretty good. Yeah. They definitely know what they're doing and can run the ball with success, no doubt about it. But, again, it starts with those guys up front, and this is the second-team offensive line that you're seeing, and they're still getting a push on on our defensive line. They, they just got incredible size over there. That they do, KJ, that they do. Wilson with three men in the backfield all at one hand. He'll get, he'll fake it, and he'll run it himself, and he's going nowhere. That's a good play by the federal defense coming up from his safety spot yep. to make the tackle was, I believe, that's number six for the Wolves. There's a one thirty to go and ticking, and that brings up third down for Randolph County, and still up forty-one and nothing here. It's actually number. I'm trying to. I just I hate these numbers. I hope they never do this again for military appreciation. Wow, KJ. Wow. Just the American flag on the numbers just throws me off. <laughs> just playing. Yeah. It, I, 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 I wish they would have went the red and white all the way up. Yeah. If because was, the stars kind of kind of make it a little. If it was opposite, it would look really good. But now third and short, they try to give it up the middle, and that. Gets about three. They'll probably just go for it on fourth and run it out or take a knee. They can take a knee and Fedville would take over with about 20 seconds to go. 41 to nothing in all likelihood going to be your final score. I wish they would, Maybe they'll just hand it off up the middle and if they get a first down, that'll be Fat Lady able to sung at that point. Again, that score 41 to nothing. We're 30 seconds and ticking to the end of this game. They're probably just going to take the delay a game. I imagine that's what they'll do here. Uh, yep, they're taking the delay a game, and I guess they'll either punt or... They call a timeout. With 19 seconds to go, they call a timeout. I don't understand that one. But well, they, their plan was probably, if they got that delay a game... You know, um, it, then your chance of getting this, they're probably going to just try to hand it off up the middle and, and get out of here. Which I don't understand why they couldn't have done that without calling timeout, but it is what it is. They've had good sportsmanship, so I'm not going to fault them for that. 
after what we experienced last year off the likes of Real Town and Lafette with sportsmanship. And Lynette. Or did we play Lynette last year? We did, but they weren't that bad. No, I don't think we played Lynette last year. Mm, I know Lafette, Lafette was the one that, that really tried to run the score up on us. And, and Lafette, isn't that where Jatarvius Whitlow played? It is. Now, what is he doing now, KJ? Because he was, you know, number one guy at Auburn he, for a little while. He, uh, well, he was ruled ineligible for um, academic reasons and then suspended, and then he ended up leaving the team. He's now playing at a community college, I believe, in Tennessee, just getting trying to get his grades up, and I'm sure he'll spend the year there and transfer back to a Power Five. Yeah. And try to give one last season. He'll, he'll. I think he he might get drafted. He just he. We're not going to really miss him because he didn't take care of the ball. No, Sean Shivers is, in my opinion, probably the best back to have. DJ Williams is good though, but isn't Sean Shivers he the starter now or is it Joiner? Uh, what, what's his first? Shivers, but I think Bigsby will be the starter before the year's over. I'm telling you. Well, they're in punting formation. Are Wilson and the Tigers? They'll punt it away to. Oh, that was actually Holt. Man, he can he can kick the ball around too. And Zeke Deloach will make the fair catch. And you'll probably see a kneel here, and we'll have the post game show brought to you by KJ McCurley and uh, Jacob Bassett. I think y'all always do a great job with the post game performance. And uh, shout out to y'all. You know. Glad we got Jacob along with us this year. Definitely brought a different element uh, to the team. If it wasn't for him, me and KJ might just fight each other sometimes. Probably. But next year, I'm telling you, hopefully all the COVID stuff will be over and the man to your right will be on the sideline. Yeah, I, I'm hoping that. Well, I mean, you can't really end something that never started because it ain't real to begin with. But okay, please. it happens, okay. you know. All right, so Fable will come out with Richie in the shotgun. Looks like they're going to go Wildcat. Brian in motion. They'll fake it to him and throw it to Deloach. Deloach on the quick screen makes a man miss, still running. And they probably won't get back to the line of scrimmage to call another play. Fable pass complete for a gain of eight yards. Eight yard gain. 41 nothing is going to be your final. Randolph County takes it over the hometown Fable Wolves. We'll be back with the post-game show on the Fable Sports Network right after this. Hey, this is Blake Farr from Area Real Estate. We're happy to announce we're expanding into the Alexander City and the Lake Martin area. For years, Area Real Estate has helped home buyers and sellers in Sylacauga. Now we look forward to offering the same friendly service to you. Check our website for listings at arearealestateinc.com. Harris Specialties and Ponds has what you need. Loans as low as $5. Great deals on firearms and interesting items you won't find anywhere else. Garris Specialties and Pond, behind Pete's Feed and Seed in Silicaga.
As we celebrate 100 years of women's suffrage, we reflect upon a time when we could not register to vote nor hold public office. But now, we have the privilege of representing the people of Alabama in the state legislature. We must continue to educate and empower women because together, we can continue to shatter records and overcome barriers. Register to vote and obtain your photo ID so you too can exercise your right to vote on November 3rd. Register to vote at sos.alabama.gov. The United States was built on the foundations of life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. Millions of people have defended these pillars of our democracy. Please remember the sacrifice made by these Americans and make time to register to vote and obtain a government photo ID so you too can vote on November 3rd. Voting is a sacred right. Sacrifices made by those who so bravely serve our country should never be forgotten. Register to vote at sos.alabama.gov. Sports Post Game Show on the Fayetteville Sports Network, presented by Radio Alabama Sports. Welcome back to Fedville, where the victorious Randolph County Tigers take it 41 to nothing over our Wolves. Jake, if you got some stats for us, I don't think they look too good if you're a Wolf. Well, I guess we're going to start with Randolph County first. You know, being the away team, we'll go with them first. Um, six passes. They completed two, a total of 35 yards and a touchdown. Here's where they really got a 66 attempts on the ground for a total of 433 yards and five touchdowns. What's that average yard per carry? 6.6 yards a carry. Wow. What about Holt individually? Do you have that? I don't have that individually. Um, wow. I, man, 41 to nothing, and they did it all on the ground, Jacob. That's something we're going to have to get better at this week in practice. Next week, we got to go to Comer. Talk about that one for a minute. Well, we just gave up 433 yards on the ground. Comer has a, like, like us, you know, well, when we're healthy, Comer has a stable of running backs. You know, they have the Carmichael brothers. They have Raphael Johnson, among others. And, you know, if we want to come out of Legion Stadium next week with the win against Comer, we're going to have to stop them. Well, you heard it from Jacob Bassett. Uh, we're going to have to stop Comer. Uh, pre-game will start at about 6.30 next week with a uh, heated rivalry matchup between Fevel and Comer. Uh, Possible playoff implications on the line, but we don't know yet. But Fevel and Comer, uh, Comer coming off a win tonight. Fevel on the losing end, 41 to nothing, but they just played a much better Randolph County team. You will see them go three deep this year. Jacob, any thoughts before we leave? I don't think we came ready to play tonight. I mean, at times it looked like it. But I think, you know, once they actually saw them on the field, you know, they – Looked like it's in the back of their mind we were outmatched, outman, outsized, and I mean the scoreboard showed that. But sometimes you got to forget about that. You know it's an 11-11 game, 100 yard by 53 yard field. You know 
We've we got to do better than that performance we had tonight. No doubt about it. Randolph County takes this one 41 to nothing over your Wolves. Kids, enjoy your day off at school tomorrow. Be careful this weekend. Have fun. Hope your team wins. Don't forget to vote, as our commercials just told you about that. We hope you enjoyed our broadcast. Thank you for your time, and uh, be careful, everyone, and have a great weekend. Listening to Fayetteville High School Football, brought to you by Far and Gory Injury Attorneys on the Fayetteville Sports Network, presented by Coosa Pines Federal Credit Union, sponsored by Area Real Estate, Renaissance Bank, Harvey's on Noble, Garris, Specialties and Pond, Oak Grove Feed and Tech, First Methodist Church.